0: I did uh I did manage to read Mike some of the feedback that you and some of our other people uh graciously provided, so I appreciate the feedback don't don't stop. Um, we always love feedback well, before we get here. into that should
1: we <laughs> should we start the show and introduce ourselves and let Ken introduce himself? You know what? I always forget that part. you' are here you
0: know who we are huh? I said, if they're here, they already know who we are. let's just move on.
1: welcome to two titans and a hunter a destiny 2 podcast dedicated in bringing you all the latest information news and opinions this is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike where we share tips tricks and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more so with all that said let me hand you over to your hosts, the Triumph Hunting Titan, Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy, Rosie, and your Hunter Master Agent, Mister No One Responds in Real Life. I'm Night Demon. I have to put up with him, No One Responds in Real Life. And we have a guest this week, joining the ever-expanding hot potato ness of swapping Titans in and out of our show. We have Lord Ken. lord kenwa who's joined us this week swapping out for parody so welcome to the show do we thank you thank you referred to you as lord or ken or kenwa
2: uh, like? just here uh we can do just ken ken's fine
1: just ken hello yep. just ken. <laughs> we already have a prince we have a
0: king so it's fitting that we have a lord i guess
2: well this is i got my uh, i got my iron lord title for uh it's my first and only title
1: Ah, a man after my own heart there.
0: (laughs) Well, he's a Titan, so I guess I get some bonus points for you anyway. So,
1: no, he was a hunter. So, he has hunter experience as well as Titan experience and And a
0: little bit of warlock experience. Exactly.
1: So, he's not just like set in his mindset of just, I'm in a box. I'm just going to stay in this box until I lose a bet. And then I have to play the other box. And even then, I'm not going to take in any of the stuff.
0: No, that's not true. I took in a lot of Titan stuff. I just still think Hunters are better. Despite having to play a Titan for two entire seasons, I still think Hunters are better. So See, I, mean, I, I don't think that, and I'm I guessing... Well, it... that's because you're brain damaged, and you have lots of children you have to deal with, so it's, not, it's expected. Hunters are better, sometimes. He, mis- he, he mispronounced all the time, but it's fine. <laughs> so, um, since everybody's here, I do want to start off the show... By issuing somewhat of an apology, right? Really? So, I know I'm arrogant, I know I'm loud, but I'm also a man that knows how to admit when he's wrong. Okay? So, I'm not wrong about people not really looking for Titans in PvE, but I was wrong about the why. Okay?
1: So- Have you been told multiple times this week that you're wrong then? Is no,
0: this why you're no, the apology? no! I watched an NASCAR video that gave me some insights that n- apparently nobody was aware of. Right? Okay. So, um Titans are, are whenever you see a Titan, normally it's an Arc Titan or it's a it's it's a Solar Titan or whatever, right? And they're okay for ad clear. They don't do anything for boss damage, even when you're wearing your 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 exotic chest piece. You just don't do as much damage as you used to after it was, you know, nerfed or whatever, right? And so you're dead wrong, but you're not top tier anymore, right? What was shocking is people, I think, should be looking for titans, but not the titan that you think they should be looking for. Believe it or not, the best titan as far as boss DPS, it's not Ark, it's not Strand, Believe it or not, a lot of people thought it was Strand.
2: I thought you were going to say Strand.
0: Nope, it's not it, it's one of the Solars, but probably not the one that you think. And believe it or not, the highest DPS Titan Super is your Stasis one.
2: Really? Glacial Quake?
0: Yep, almost a million damage in boss DPS. Almost a million damage. I suppose
1: they had to give it some, you know, redeeming factors.
0: Well, we don't know when this happened. Even Astrocross was like, "Yo, am I am I in reality right now? Like, you know, what am I smoking here? What happened? They, you know, they, what, what they did things change, change that we don't know about? You know, we went over the a changes. Lot thing, a lot of things changed, right? Like, it used to be the top damaging one and done supers were hunters, and that that's still true as far as the one and duns, The ty- the the hunter uh, stripper pole that you throw, and the mm-hmm. hunter blade barrage. Right, those are still the top two. Right, but. For sustained DPS, it used to be the, the highest damage just outright in the game, as long as the super did its full damage, used to be Hunter stripper pole with the exotic chest piece, right? Right. Surprisingly, no. That only did about 700,000 damage. The, the, the full, I mean, he hit him with, he missed one punch, fair enough, but that one punch would have only done like 80,000 damage, right? But, you know, it wasn't the top. It would have come in probably second or third. The top the very top was the Stasis Titan. Coming in second place was the uh, Solar Titan with the Maul, the big flaming hammer, right? Not mm-hmm. the right. throwing one, the, the, the one that you slam on the ground. That one came in just behind at around eight hundred something thousand, and I was like,
2: "What? Is that with spamming the heavy attack?" Dino? Um,
0: no, it was like it was like light heavy, light heavy, light heavy, light heavy. Oh no, the Solar. Yeah, it was spamming heavy. Yes, okay. it was Fleming. Um, but so. the 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 stasis one is like light heavy, light heavy, light heavy. Some some kind of rotation, right? But still, eight hundred thousand blew me out of the wall. I was like, what? Now there's not <clears> a whole <throat> lot of da- A boss phases where you're going to have that full time limit to do all that damage. Fair enough. But the <clears> fact <throat> that it does more damage than the Hunter's stripper pole blew me away. Yeah. You know? right. So So. Um, I do think when it comes to if you have a chance for sustained boss damage, like for example, uh, Ron, when the boss is when the final boss is on the ground, you know, at your plate or whatever, the the Flaming Mall and the Stasis Titan definitely good choices to have. Now they're not gonna out DPS the rocket builds or whatever that you got going on, but let's say you're out of rockets. Not a bad super to have. You know? You run out of rockets, you run out of ammo, pop that super, do that. 900,000 damage, Bob Drum, mm-hmm. right? So apologies to the Titans. I gave you all a bunch of crap saying you're completely useless in PvE outside of, you know, ad clear. And after watching this video, I do realize you have two very well-performing supers. And if you can find the boss and you can find the time, definitely worth it.
2: Interesting, yeah i I think the glacial quake super will probably work a lot better on like more stationary bosses, like you're saying. um I, I haven't played a lot of p v e like high end content, so my experience with like bosses is usually just relegated to strike bosses um, but for like a boss like uh, or like a raid boss like Rolk, I don't see how a glacial quake would be like a viable option, and is behemoth Titan really that good? in, like, a Grandmaster, like, it's a neutral game? I have to wonder.
0: Well, a neutral game, as long as you can keep freezing things, you should be fine. Like, a dust-filled grenade, since we all have the same grenades now, a cold-snap grenade, if it freezes an enemy and then jumps to another enemy and freezes it and jumps to an en- another enemy and freezes it, you can also do a lot of damage when you do your slide ice wall that you can then crash through to do all that extra damage. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've actually never played... A stasis Titan, ever. I only ever play Ark and and um, solar, right? I don't know how yeah. I don't know all the ins and outs of your your stasis build, I'll give I'll, I'll admit that. But I mean, as long as you can keep things frozen, does it really matter, right? Yeah, I'd yeah, say I mean, so. I mean, like, what can you use to freeze your, your melee, right? And I'm sure you can get your melee back pretty quick, uh, with certain builds to keep that going. I don't know about your grenades, I think keeping things frozen with a grenade might be a little more difficult, uh, but h- however, whatever your primary form of freezing somebody is, as long as you can keep that on a relatively low cooldown, I think it'd be pretty good in any content, honestly.
2: Definitely sounds like, uh, sounds like something to think about, uh, especially with the uh, the seasonal exotic, the Variglass Curve Bow, I think that'd be pretty good with it. and Maybe even like the Cadmus Ridge
0: Lens Cap mm-hmm. or yeah.
2: That might not be a bad idea with the diamond lances.
0: And the uh the exotic that we're using to do all this extra damage is the the exotic that when enemies are in close proximity, you do extra melee damage, whatever that one's called. And that's how they were um, getting these really big numbers on the Titans. Synthesops. So that might be it. But yeah, I mean, I mean again, um it's an Astrocots video. I think it came out yesterday or the day before. Check it out if you got the time. And like he's very shocked. I mean, t- to be sure. I mean, we have no idea when these numbers changed and when the hierarchy shifted so dramatically. But what you think is the strongest isn't. And warlocks, I'm sorry to say, none of your supers get past the, the hunter and the titan stuff, guys. Oh, y'all, y'all really need these upcoming buffs. And like, even with like the twenty percent buff to your nova bomb and your nova warp, it's. It's still not gonna be great because a lot of other people are getting twenty percent buffs to already strong supers. So anybody looking for a well? <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Um there was one that did surprisingly well. The um stasis super for Warlock was probably their strongest one. So yeah. Was that with that or without the exotic?
2: new exotic?
0: It was with the new exotic gloves. Right. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. So, uh, Titans, you're not going to hear this from me very much, but my apologies. I take back some of what I said. Turns out you are useful for something in PvE after all. We are good. We're wonderful. You love us. Well, I didn't say that.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're
2: more than just bubbles. We're banner shields, too.
1: We are people.
0: (laughs) Again, I wouldn't go that far.
2: I don't know. I was uh I was on the moon today and I was doing some of those uh, nightmare <laughs> things and I had a I had a yeah, I had to listen, I had to finish one of those eight one contracts to get some like synth weave plate. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I'm all out of crucible ones and I don't I can't do the dungeon ones. I was like, what do I have? What do I have? And I was like, Okay, I'll do this planetary one. And I was like, All right, this shouldn't take too long. It took me like forty-five minutes to an hour to get <laughs> all of the percentage done. I was like, I never want
0: to come here again. Right. Wow. they got a lot of stuff. I missed this week. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious.
1: But there's so much stuff to go over this week. And Ken wants to talk about some of the stuff that we went over the past couple of weeks. Cause he mm. has some opinions that he liked to voice. Mm-hmm. So Ken, tell us a little bit about you. Give us a little bit of backstory and uh, why you've moved from Hunter to Titan. And I don't think we need to discuss that. That's we do. A...
2: Well, I, just got back to destiny um probably about a month or two before witch queen witch queen dropped and uh, i only had the hunter uh for a while and then i moved to a warlock just to try to like kind of move out of my comfort zone i wanted to play shade binder i did not realize i had to go through the entire uh, beyond light <laughs> campaign again and let me tell you yeah. the third time i had to go through it for my titan that was just it was grueling uh, but anyway i was i was pretty much uh stuck on a hunter for a long time and i was like you know what i kind of want to play shade binder and then i saw uh i saw how strong titans were becoming and i was like this is really really oppressive and in, mm-hmm. in in like rumble particularly i was getting I was just getting beaten up by uh, Peacekeeper Titans, and I was like, "There's got to be—I got to do something about this." So I was like, "Let me just try make a Titan go back to uh, probably Solar or something." And I, p- I picked up Void, fell in love with Shield Toss, and I just never looked back.
0: Is this pre or post Immortal? Because you know, because uh, you mentioned the uh, the Peacekeepers, right? The Peacekeepers is the submachine gun exotic, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when the I- when Icolos SMG became Really, really popular. Uh, yeah. I was uh I was getting kind of frustrated because it was beating out my last word shot and I was like, Well, they did a lot of nerfs to last word and a lot of buffs to SMGs and I was like, Yeah, I think it's time to move move on to uh, not greener pastures but different pastures.
0: Yeah, it's always greener on the other side
1: until it isn't.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, until it is yeah, until it isn't.
1: <laughs> so before did you play you played Destiny One or did you start Oh to- yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I I, I played the, I played Destiny One pretty much like probably a week or two after launch. Um, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy came out like a month before Destiny dropped, and I really liked the way Star Lord looked. And then I saw the the <laughs> Destiny One Warlock robes, and I was like, that looks just like a Ravenger's uh, jacket. I was like, I got I got to have that. So I picked up Destiny, played with a couple of my friends, um, played all the way up until Destiny Two, and then. Uh, dropped off about probably season of the drifter. Um, moved on to different games, and then obviously I, I came back before Witch Queen. So
1: cool,
3: that's my path of the exile. Sorry, wrong
1: game. <laughs> so, you, you were saying there you, that you found that the Titans were a little bit oppressive, that maybe a little bit oppressive,
2: I just think- just peacekeeper Titans.
1: Okay, yeah. So none of the other Titans that are out there that are, are that oppressive. What what about now? Kind of looking at it from the community perspective that we've now had a lot of feedback from like the devs over the last couple of weeks from like different podcasts and mm-hmm. YouTubers and the, the blog posts basically saying you guys are gonna get enough. What's your opinion on that at the moment?
2: My opinion on striker titans at the moment is I recognize that people aren't having the most fun uh, dueling against them because of uh, aspects like knockout and shoulder charge being such a good high mobility tool. Um, But me personally, I haven't had any issues fighting against them because I know where exactly they kind of stand. I need to like stand a little bit back. Um, I use an auto rifle shotgun or a glaive when they get close um but i tend to keep my distance from arc titans because of knockout at the moment um but really my issue is stompy hunters no i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> well this coming season you might not be getting you know because although it is it is it is situational we are going to have that same level of uh oppressiveness as long as we have a dodge but as soon as we use the dodge we're back to being you know non-jumpy hunter type creatures
2: it's a strange rework for sure
1: definitely whatever i I think the thing is for me being a titan uh, it's not like i'm i'm in a bubble because i I do play the other two classes and i play them in pvp and i have seen that sometimes that the titans that I'm I'm playing against are quite strong, but then I just take that as their titans. I th- I don't see that as the as big a, a picture that they've kind of created in the like the community at the moment is that I wasn't aware of how strong the Striker Titans were because I don't particularly I haven't particularly played Striker Titan for quite some time. I've, I've I love the Strand and I before that I was playing Solar for like a good couple of seasons. So, I wasn't kind of going with the meta as it was. And I wasn't seeing that like Striker Titans uh, coming up against a lot of Striker Titans. So, I wasn't kind of in that world of seeing how bad they were. But it, obviously, the higher skill of like you go up, like in trials, I, I know Asacross was saying, you know, as you go up in the echelons of uh, the trial skill, you will see hunters with Le Monarch. Yeah, and you will see striker titans and they will have over shields. They will oh, have the juggernaut shield, yeah, yeah the, the juggernaut shields and things like that. Because I, maybe it's because of the, the lowest skill level that I'm at, you know, I'm only, I think mm-hmm. 1.5 KDA I, and I play sixes. And when, when I have played trials, it hasn't been those kind of players that I'm playing against. It's I, I see more hunters and, and warlocks to be honest, is that I'm fighting against. Um so I, I I see it from, from Micah's perspective. Is it because like, it's Guardian games and everyone you play against is not I a mean, Titan? No, just like I mean should that have anything to do with No. <laughs> nothing to nothing to do with Guardian Games. But uh, I, I'm speaking from like like Micah's point of view from last week, we're listening back to him and saying that you know Titans don't need enough. Maybe he's coming from the same perspective as me. Is that I I couldn't see that the Titans needed a nerf until it was like thrown in my face by literally everybody and go, no, if you do this, this, then this, you can see how oppressive they can be. And I'm like, okay, fine. You mean it's it's nothing that I kind of, I I don't, that's not my play style. So it's not really going to affect me that much, which is quite nice. Is But maybe Mike is in the same kind of boat of that he couldn't really see that because he... Nah, he's not-
0: absolutely a Titan supremacist. Is Somebody it?
1: pointed that out. Oh,
0: yeah, 100%. The conversations we have offline, yeah. Like, you can't convince him that Titans need to be nerfed. He goes, just, no, they don't need to be nerfed. Everyone else needs to be brought up, which is a great philosophy. But that's how we got the power creep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get his point. He doesn't want to be nerfed. He wants everyone else to come up. That's, that's you know, that's where I'm coming from. He yeah. just doesn't believe Titans should be nerfed ever, right? <laughs> so, and, and the kid in the background is agreeing. Or something. Uh <laughs> but yeah, so that's no. where he comes from. He he doesn't believe in he doesn't believe in titan nerves. He, he he just believes, well, no, if, if you're not as good as a titan, then then do something to be as good as a titan. But the second you do that, now hold on, the second you do that, he starts complaining about the things that are making the other classes good, like hunter throwing knives. He can't stand them. Hunter trip mines, he loses his mind. I'm like, bro. That's exactly what we did. You said to stay away from the Titans, so now we use throwing knives and trip mines so you can't approach us, and you're angry about it. He goes, yeah, but it... it, 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 it bro, what? We did what you said to do.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know? right.
0: Yeah, so you, you just want Titans to be the best. You don't want you don't want everyone to be equal. You want Titans to be better. Just admit it, you know? And, I mean, I, I'll admit it. I want Hunters to be better forever. So, you know, th- yeah. that's my two cents but you
1: know <laughs> sure. you don't want to see <laughs> But I, I, I honestly couldn't see it from my perspective of as as much as I kind of play PvP I didn't understand what everybody was talking about I understand
2: what you're getting from it's kind of like um, you know when you're sitting in traffic you're like man this traffic is the worst but you don't realize that you're part of the traffic so yeah. like to your point like you don't notice how strong Titans are because you kind of are a Titan like you're 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 having your day in the sun. Um, mm-hmm. and even though even if you don't play striker titan, like everyone's everyone's experience in crucible is different. Like if you're at a lower skill bracket, you might not see all striker titans. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, yeah. people yeah. want to play Void or people wanna play Solar or Strand or you know, Stasis. But yeah, everyone's experience is different in the Crucible. So you might not you might not see that many striker titans. Like my personal experience when I was playing Hunter. Um the only titan that I had trouble with was Void Titans with their overshields where Bastion was king and I Ooh. was on Last Word with a trice rifle and I had to chew through an extra 45 points of overshield just to get mm-hmm. the kill.
0: Yeah. So and we have another titan supremacist in the chat. All I hear is skill issues from everybody else. May may may. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Another one of those guys. And see, as a hunter, like I've admitted in the past when something is broken, I'm like, oh, it's absolutely broken and I love it. Please don't change it. Right? I'm not, I'm not delusional saying, no, it's completely balanced. You know, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, no, no. no. Well, when I, something I is broken on a hunter, I week. admit it.
1: I was surprised huh? last week when listening back to you about how reserved you were about the hunter exotics getting... I mean, that they are some of them are getting a bit of a nerf and yeah, a lot of a nerf, you know, and, and especially with the
0: throwing knife, but with Micah already having a big chunk of what he had to say for the Titans. I just figured it wasn't the time to, to talk about how, you know, the hunter throwing knife is getting a real big nerf that I don't think is necessary. You know, I, I don't it, think
2: it's going to um, affect uh, athrosis embrace the way people are worried about. I think, I still think when you use athrosis embrace, it's going to, it's going to magnet right to their face or, any part of their body where it's going to get the one-shot kill.
0: But but even the magnet, it's, it's not that great. He and I tested it in in PvP, right? The further you are, it does kind of increase the magnetism the further I am away from you. But it's not like, you know, I throw it, you know, a meter away from you and it's going to Curve towards you. No, it's nowhere near that bad. You know, it's How more many? like if if I'm aiming at your shoulder, it's going to hit you in the head. If I'm aiming slightly off of your shoulder at a distance of like twenty meters, it's going to hit you in the head. Right. It's got some right. pull, yes, but it's not like it's not like not like people say it is. You know. Now on the bounce, well, the bounce is is sentient, bro. We don't know what what's going to happen on the bounce, right? It's it does yeah. it, it hits it misses it does it does shenanigans, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, but the, the thing that I don't get about the embrace is like what's the point of the extra strength? you know, like the only thing that I can think of is if I whiff the knife, I keep the strength buff, and that strength buff is going to help me get the knife back faster. That's the only thing I can think of, but if and you land the hit the the strength buff goes away. you don't have it anymore, and now you and, and now you don't have a knife well, you so don't I'm need it like, because
2: you should you should be you should be using the uh, fragment that returns your uh well the aspect right um that's only what is to the get aspect
0: great kill right if i if I body shot kill you, which I'm definitely capable of, I don't get the knife back
2: I think it counts as a precision kill when it's empowered through Athras' embrace mm,
0: disagree that's why a lot of hunters that use the athrus's embrace you see us also using the uh uh divinity to give us that big divinity bubble that way when we do quote body shot you, we get the knife back because otherwise we won't and I
2: commend. I commend Titan or t- uh, hunters that use the throwing knife effectively. Um, whether they lay a trip mine in the right place and I end up mm. walking over it and they get me with it after being weak from a gunfight, mm. or if uh they come around the corner and they time that weighted throw a knife just perfectly, I applaud them every time. I'm never mad. Yeah. I, that's a that's a huge it, it's it is kind of easy sometimes, depending on you know the opponents you're fight you're uh, you're fighting. Uh but I commend them every time. I think it's um I think it's a I think it's a huge play.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, you also need to know where to throw it. And, you know, there's, there's a luck, there's a skill slash luck uh, instance to that. It's not all skill and it's not all luck. You know, it's kind of 50 50, you know, yeah. <laughs> you see a guy chasing you like I've thrown it at my feet because I know some guys chasing me and I'll run around the corner, throw it at my feet and he continues to chase me, you know, so <laughs> well that's on you. <laughs> you should follow me around the corner. You never ever ever follow a hunter around the corner. You just—that's that, dumb, you know. Just like you never chase after a titan, he's going to turn around and he's going to shoulder charge you. Just don't mm-hmm. do it, you know. So yep.
2: I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, if you're going to chase me around the corner, well, you kind of deserve what you got coming, bro. Sorry. Oh, well, you—you can, you can
2: chase you? me because I don't run. I don't run shoulder charge. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, good to know.
2: If you, if, <laughs> if you chase me, you might actually get. You might. You might get me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't really been on. Sh- if, if I've used the striker titan, I haven't really used stri- uh, like shoulder charge for quite some time because I used to like using it with insurmountable skullfort to get the one shot kill. Mm-hmm. Now it, it 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 doesn't even do the one shot kill with or without that. I mean, I suppose I'd have to use like syntheseps and things. Well, fort I
0: mean, doesn't I, empower the fort just gives you the melee back. Yeah, you're but synth- that's yeah. how yeah. I that's how and I you're, used to roll Paragon
2: Peregrine Greaves peregrine greaves
0: and the one that electrifies a big aoe area what's that doing marchers doing marchers that's what gets you the kills
1: yes but yeah. I, I don't use those parody's the kind of titan that uses those and again he doesn't kind of use those as much if he's using his sweet business with his actin warwick
0: oh it's... he's gonna be using it so much more oh, no, he is. It is. oh my god those changes are
1: ridiculous but I kind of felt for you guys, the Hunters, when they said that they were changing the way that the Stompies were kind of going to be mm-hmm. functioning next season. I was like, is that really fair to kind of hinder average players because of the higher skill players?
0: I didn't think, I didn't think any changes they made to it were fair to begin with. Like You saw how, how incredibly livid I was when they gave it a negative 50 penalty for, air, for in-air accuracy me? they removed that now, oh they've yeah, but they call that a buff, oh, we buffed it by removing the thing that should have never been there to begin with. sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I uh, suppose it does depend on how much you keep your dodge enemy dodge energy up, doesn't it?
0: Well, I mean, they've also nerfed the timer too last season. now, what used to be an uh, an eleven second dodge is now a thirteen second dodge. We got to wait a whole two other. I know you're like, oh, two seconds. Well, two seconds in PvP is a long ass time. Okay. It's
2: it's a huge amount of time. It is. Yeah,
1: and they know that, don't they? When they then they do these changes, mm-hmm. they know that, that this could be the make or break of a play. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And so um, and you I,
3: know,
2: yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, the the dev commentary last week, you were talking about how uh, it wasn't. I didn't make any sense how you could. Uh, it's for ambush or escape. I had, I do understand what they mean by that. They say like using Stompies in an aggressive way is the ambush, but yeah. the escape I get the ambush is, but escape yeah. is the dodge you can ambush and then escape, but you can't re-engage the ambush, I think that's what they're trying to go for
0: okay, but the dodge is just the dodge that doesn't have anything to do with the Stompies because you, you dodge to, to get out and then your Stompies are useless until, for another 13 seconds assuming you've got max, you know, mobility right? yeah which not a lot of hunters do. A lot of hunters, you know, we don't need mobility because we make up for it in other ways in PVE, for example, right? We don't need max mobility because you know you kill a thing here, you, you dodge back or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't, you don't get those same like the same mods don't work in PVP, so you can't have the same kind of infinite dodge in PVP that you can in PVE, you know. So that you have to rely on that mobility, I guess,
1: you know. But yeah, I absolutely. Just, I think the thing that is going to be quite oppressive next season is going to be the no backup plans for the Titans. Are I agree completely. I I don't understand. I mean, uh, listening to the Destiny Massive Breakdowns podcast, the uh, podcast versus enemies, where they had Chris Proctor on there and Rodney Thomas, and they were talking about that when they go into development, these things are kind of six to nine months in advance. So. When no backup plans came out, they were very underwhelming. You know, if mm. if you didn't know what if you didn't know what they did, I would just find them and quickly run through them. Ooh, where's my Where's my Titan Gauntlets? The only ones that I don't actually use. I no thought they were plans. good before. I think they were good in Destiny One, but when they brought them over to Destiny Two, they weren't that good. So at the moment, it says when you have full Void Melee Energy, Shotgun Final Blows grant a Void Overshield and consume your Melee Energy. Shotgun final blows give you also, also give you melee energy and provides a moderate benefit to airborne effectiveness stat of your shotguns. So if you don't have your melee energy and you get the kill, you don't get the overshield. In Destiny 1, you could have your overshield with your, or your force barrier, and every time you've got a shotgun kill, it just kind of got refreshed. So that's how it worked in Destiny 1, going back dim yeah. there, the, But going forward with completely reworking it, it now provides a moderate benefit to airborne effectiveness and reloads the speed of your shotguns while you have a void overshield and shotguns deal additional damage with shotgun final blows refreshing your overshield. You're going to see a lot more Titans rocking these with shotguns in PvP. And yep. this may For be more l- shotgun apes. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's going to be so <laughs> oppressive.
1: It is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And. They must have known this was going to, if they're going to nerf, they must have known that they were going to nerf the Striker Titans. So the Titans are going to swap to Void and be putting these on with shotguns. It just, it doesn't make sense. If you see and what I
2: when, mean. And when we get to the seasonal artifact and the TWAB this week, yeah, people are going to really see why this is going to be, is going to be insane.
1: I know they want to, they want to hammer down all the nails, but they're like, they pulled this one right up and gone here, just play with this one. And yeah. not that I'm worried, but it's just,
2: yeah, you just have to adapt and just switch up your play style. If, if it becomes too crazy.
1: But the thing is that the, everybody's in agreement at the moment that with the striker Titans, that they're, they're oppressive and it, they're too much. And it's just going to be next season. This is going to be the oppressive thing. And they're going to complain, about the devs loving titans like respawn does you know they love the titans so much that they take away (laughs) one thing they give them something they They have I mm -hmm. agree with you no i mean but but the thing about it is is uh, unlike uh, but they are
0: actually kind of i don't think it's going to be as bad only because they're nerfing the mobility right our titans are, are are so impressive because they have high mobility and potential one-hit KOs, right? Yeah. Now, with the shotgun, yeah, that's going to be one-hit one hit KO, and they're going to have their melee, but every time they use their melee for mobility, they're going to lose some of that melee energy.
1: You yes, know what I'm saying? But, but what are Titans going to be specking into next season? It's going to be strength, because they want to get that melee back as quickly as possible, and with the strength, they're then pushing more into the melee and the shotgun kind of oppressive in your face it's it's just it's all rolled into one it's it's going to be it's going to be terrible for, as a titan to listen to the fact that we know we know this is coming
0: yeah yeah and 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 this is you're just gonna have more tripmines waiting for you that's all just don't complain you know <laughs> god i hate think... other trip mines. will <laughs> stop rock- rocking a shotgun bro <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think
2: the perk pugilist is going to be a little more popular next uh, next season with the shoulder charge nerf because kills with uh, a gun with pugilist give Grant a little bit of melee energy so Mm -hmm. you're going to get that you're going to get that shoulder charge back a little bit faster. Um, Monte Carlo maybe
0: that's the gun that's
2: the gun that I that's the gun that I like to use right now with Mm -hmm. a shield toss
0: Um, or any of my hundred knife throwing builds Monte Carlos
1: uh, you have to you have to it's great. The thing is, it, you, you could have a primary shotgun and you can, you can craft a Brigand's Law if you, if you already kind of were there last season. And with Brigand's Law, it came with the right hook perk, with, which is dealing melee damage gives the weapon increased target acquisition, range for a short period of time, and dealing melee damage again extends the effect. Also, you can craft it with enhanced perks, so it comes with enhanced swashbuckler. The weapon gains increased damage for an improved duration for melee, final blows, and defeating targets with this weapon and the Pugilist, an enhanced Pugilist. So, again, mm. that, that extends the duration even more. So you could really spec into this and really go to town with meleeing, shotgunning, and really in your face with, like, sidearm, like the brigands and yeah. yeah. And, and of it of won't course. be
0: limited to just Arc Titan. You can expand out to every other subclass of Titan, too. No, this is you know? Void.
1: Only as, Void? As far as I'm aware, the, um, the stronghold no, it's not Strongholds, there are no backup plans. It works with Void over Shields it won't oh. give you point over shield if you want to strike a Titan I was, of the, I was thinking of the melee thing so I can see that the look um, suppression grenades shotguns it's oh just... my
0: god suppression grenades oh no you know what I, I, I take it back leave the arc titans alone
1: <laughs> <laughs> although Nothing's
0: I've seen so, so many titans uh, nuke themselves with their own suppression grenades <laughs> which I'm I have one of them. Times, yeah yeah <laughs> Oh yeah. I love I love the few times I did play when they'd hit me with it and I'd run towards
1: them and get us both.
0: (laughs) It just ends up in a gunfight anyway. (laughs) (laughs) One that I'm
1: excited about is the Kepri's horn, which I've started using this season because of I think it was Astrocross pointed out before we got Strand that this would work with Strand. So what I do actually like doing is especially in PvP, it's been it's been so much fun to wear the Kepri's horn and pop my barricade and they get strung up with strand but then they also get the wave of the solar damage and then it comes back and gets them again and all i have to do is kind of pop around the barricade and shoot them a little bit and they're dead it's been great fun and now they get solar damage it gives them scorch as well so they only get one scorch tick apparently because i think on one of the podcasts that i've listened to this week uh it it either either gets them on the way out or the way back in for the For, for what for the solar wave, you know, when you pop your barricade, oh, the way, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm caught up. It will give you a scorch, mm-hmm. but it, it's only one s- thing of scorch. So, uh, you know, it's something nice and new. So. It's not a detonation, and how much damage does
0: that do? I mean, that, that absolutely makes or breaks the fight. Dude. Mm.
2: It, it doesn't have damage to kill them, but will it give? Will it do enough scorch to uh, cause an ignition? Uh We don't know.
1: No, but it's it gives that. Uh, It gives that exotic a little bit more functionality and a bit more kind of maybe try and take it into PvP and use it. Has saved my bacon a couple of times.
2: Yeah, why not? I mean, if you hit someone who's already got some Scorch stacks on them, which are actually getting a buff, they're going to be staying on your opponent longer. So you might have enough time to, you know, whip out a Skyburner's Oath and, you know, put two slugs in them and cause an ignition. So who knows?
1: Were there any other exotics that you wanted to kind of touch on? This way
2: can... um yeah i can go over some really really quickly uh eternal warrior buffs super super great as long as they still give the um the overshield while fista havoc is working um i think that'll be great uh you know it also does negate precision damage too so you can't be sniped out of the head
0: oh, i um, didn't know that wow
2: yeah it's actually on the exotic right now um stronghold super super great um changes to that giving restoration times two so that's going to be as long as you have sword ammo you have basically restoration times two on demand at any time you want
1: mm-hmm. is that going to be a timing thing though with because it's w- when you stop blocking so you know in the middle of kind of fighting because i think initially it's, it, it's, it's, it's
0: after you've been shot it's after your your shield's been hit or whatever
1: yeah but i think yeah, it, at the moment isn't it you have to kind of time the way that you're blocking to get that no, that's the knees. That's the slide thing you're talking about. No, no,
0: stronghold. No,
2: no, no. It says when you stop blocking, gain restoration times two with a duration that increases based on the number of shots you've blocked. I think, I think you can't refresh the timer. Here, This is my prediction. You won't be able to refresh the timer. You'll have to wait for the timer to go away, but you'll still have restoration the whole time. So I guess you just re-block with the sword, get hit a couple times, and then enjoy restoration. Hmm.
0: And then, if that sort happens to be, you know, of a chainsaw variety, then, you know, you also get bonus damage as well. Yeah. So, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Potential end game builds next season, just saying. hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the
2: change to the path of the burning steps um, from, what was it, 40% extra damage in PVE to, what is it now, 25%? That's a little unfounded. I still like the I still like the being encased gives tier 4 bonus damage. Um, but that's super niche. Uh I could see that being strong against like Shadebinder Warlocks that are doing the Freezing Rift that is getting a buff next season.
1: Yeah, but it only gives um, 6% in PVP.
2: It could be enough, you know, you never know.
1: Yeah, I think where where they've kind of put everybody down to like the 6% in PVP no matter what kind of exotic it is. Uh, it's kind of across the board, so everybody's kind of been hit in the same way.
2: Yeah, it's just trying to balance every all the damage uh, mm. bonuses out, which I understand. No one wants, no one likes outliers.
0: The tallest nail is the one that gets hit first, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. They have to wait six months,
2: which I guess was why mantle of battle, arm, battle army got hit so hard.
0: Oh, dude,
2: the changes to Doom Marchers that was completely justified. A lot of people won't be excited to hear that coming from me um but the chain lightning is just it's, it's it's super powerful i mean i haven't gotten killed by it too many times but i've seen it just annihilate full cool groups of people
0: oh uh, especially seen, after like an iron banner i've seen Mike take out an entire group of people with one of those hits like they're yeah, on, the, they're on the, they're the point yeah they're on the they're on the, the capping point he jumps in the air comes down with that aoe punch thing and just all five of them dead i'm like that's ridiculous. I've missed
1: out on playing this, haven't I? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and and twelve meters, that's respectable. And fifty damage, again, also respectable. So I don't Sometimes see that being
0: one shot an entire group of people. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. 85
2: is cra- 85 damage is crazy. That's more than that's more than a like what a radiant hand cannon shot from a 120. Like that's mm-hmm. everything, really. Um and then warlocks, they get a lot of a lot of great um, buffs, obviously Starfire Protocol, Warlock uh, what, what are they calling it? Warlock Redemption Day or something like that?
0: <laughs> we'll uh, see about Freedom that. Day. We'll see about that. Even
1: with a lot of these buffs there's, there's a lot of stuff that's underwhelming for their whole class. You know, I mean, I do like the change to the Chromatic Fire, so increasing the radius and the damage of the explosion created by the Precision Kinetic Date Downs.
2: That's going to be so great.
1: And then, depending on whatever kind of subclass you're rocking, I like the idea of maybe rocking Arc to get the blinding effect, or even the Scorch with the Solar. Yeah, 100 percent with Stasis, but you know it could happen because we and see a is lot. Is it
0: of- is it actually blind? Because if it's actually blind, that'd be 20%? really good for, for champions. Well, no, know?
1: I'm thinking PvP. I'm thinking you know if Oh uh, yeah, fair enough. You use yeah. this with something like Ace of Spades, and you I get
2: sticking the same thing
1: yeah i think everybody is <laughs> mm-hmm. you get that explosion damage and it's got high caliber rounds and the firefly on there or outbreak
2: um, outbreak perfected We get got another good one
1: yeah
0: it's yeah hmm. bad juju oh, I mean, no yeah. no 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 bad bad juju
2: too it that's it's getting a it's getting a change they're fixing something on bad juju so totally valid oh,
0: yeah the, the fixing it's recoil how it recoils yeah yeah. but i mean i just i don't I don't want to sound like a like a fanboy because i am a fanboy you
1: are, <laughs> He's He's it's him. a great
0: oh. gun i mean i know i never use it because there's other guns out there that fit certain builds better but i mean just i mean you got built-in freaking uh okay oh what's it rampage built-in rampage uh that also gives you more and more super the more stacks of rampage you have and it Auto reloads on kill, and it's it was full auto, which used to mean something, <laughs> but I mean, I guess those days are gone, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just it's such a fun gun, and then
1: aesthetically, it's just it's just angry, and I love it. Were there any other like exotic armor of things that you wanted to touch on, Ken, before we move on to weapons?
2: Um, uh, I don't think so. Uh, great that they're getting rid of the um extended melee range on Ophidian aspect. I'm uh I'm very happy about that. Uh, I don't like getting slapped by uh, warlocks that are, you know, eight meters away from me. I don't think that's a little fun. Uh, I don't do that to other people, so...
1: That's not how it works, you know that. Just because you don't do it doesn't mean that they can't.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, now we're on even playing field again. Well.
1: <laughs> semi-even. You
0: stay clean? All buffs and debuffs gone!
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was, that was last week's Season 121 Exotic Armour Tuning Preview. And it was just a preview, because I think that they hinted at, it, it, I'm sure it was over in the Massive Breakdowns PVE podcast, that these are kind of only, a f- the majority of the changes, there will be slight other ones that they ha- kind of haven't touched on. And the same with the weapons that we're going to talk about in a second. That there's there's only so much they want to kind of let us know in the preview and then when they go on the podcast they 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 throw out a few more nuggets and go there's this this, and then there's this and and things like that
2: i do have one more i want to talk about it's the one it's one of the ones on here that everyone you know talks smack about no one thinks it's going to be any good i mean maybe now but before everyone thought it was laughing like a joke second chance that's my favorite titan exotic i love throwing shields I, I throw all the shields. That. That's
0: an exotic. The hell? Is yes,
2: that? it yes. gives you an extra shield throw, and the shield throws become barrier piercing. They good, work. They work really? well against barrier champions.
0: Yes. Is yeah. this a new exotic? No. It's, it's from
2: season of the haunted.
0: Wow, that's, oof. But that.
2: But now it's going to weaken. It's going to weaken. In addition to providing you with an overshield.
1: I tell, I tell you um, what, and it, it just shows you that somebody doesn't listen to my this week in Destiny videos because I point uh, out every single week that you can use this against barrier champions. Yeah, that's yeah. true. No one, no one thinks about it.
0: It just goes to show you that after four years of doing a podcast together, somebody still hasn't realized I don't listen to it.
1: <laughs> Maybe I should go back to telling people what's happening this week in Destiny on the show. So, <laughs> no. <unfortunately, laughs> I didn't mean
0: it. Take it back, back man.
1: Hello, and welcome to the first week of Season 21, Season of the Deep, starting on May 23rd, 2023. So, for week one, let's have a look at our legacy rotation, starting with the Forsaken expansion.
0: Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there.
1: The Dreaming City this week is at a strong curse level which means Petrovenge can be found in Ria Silvia and has the Dark Monastery mission for the next week. The Blindwell features Taken enemies and the plague Einamina. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be Orebora, which can be located over in the Affilians Rest Lost Sector on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the moon, the weekly story mission is in the deep. The Trove Guardian and the Wandering Nightmare, Jacques, Claws of or are both located at the Hellmouth. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Crota, Despair, Fogoth, Fear, and Ghoul, Rage. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Praxix the Technocrat will be the Empire Hunt, Cadmus Ridge will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Safeguard. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, we have the loot rotation for Dares of Eternity, which will be on Week 1's rotation with the Scatterhorn armor set and the Wild Hunt armor set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Arc Lightweight Frame Bow Arsenic Bite 4B, the Arc Adaptive Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher Blast Batu, the Solar Precision Frame Linear Fusion Rifle Corsair's Wrath, the Void Wave Frame Energy Grenade Launcher Deafening Whisper, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon Dire Promise, the Kinetic Precision Frame Sidearm Enigma's Draw, the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Submachine Gun Escape Velocity, the Arc Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle Giant 7 Rifle, the Kinetic Precision Frame Submachine Gun Friction Fire, the Void Precision Frame Scout Rifle Royal Chase, the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Hand Cannon True Prophecy and the Solar Adaptive Frame Fusion Rifle Timelines Vertex. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen Weekly Story mission is The Ritual where the modifiers are Galvanized, Fire Pit, Void Threat, Solar and Strand Surge, Overcharged Grenade Launcher, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Altar of Reflection Catalyst and Altar of Reflection Pact. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas Armor and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the lightful expansion, the weekly mission is Breakneck with extra shields, lock loadouts and extra champions, barrier, overload and unstoppable champions, void threat, pestilence, kinetic overcharge, strand and solar surges, with overcharged rocket launchers and galvanized on hero difficulty only. The partition mission will be hard reset, contest mode enabled with barrier and unstoppable champions, arc threat, scorched earth, pestilence and martyr modifiers, void and strand shields with void and strand surges. And the vex incursion this week will be liming harbour. In addition the weekly lightfall reset also refreshes the pinnacle drop for the node override Avalon exotic mission on the EDZ. Raids and Dungeons The Root of Nightmares raid challenge this week is the first encounter, Cataclysm, called Illuminated Torment. This is where every tormentor must be killed by a player with the Field of Light buff. The King's Fall raid challenge this week is the first encounter, Totems, called The Grass is Always Greener. Players cannot take the same brand type twice in a row. The Vow the Disciple challenge this week is the second encounter, The Caretaker, called Base Information, where runners cannot pick up more than one stack of knowledge on each run. The Vault of Glass challenge this week is the second encounter, Oracles, called The Only Oracle For You. Players cannot destroy the same Oracle more than once. The Deepstone Crypt challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Tanix, called The Core 4. Guardians must dunk all four cores before each DPS phase. And the Garden of Salvation challenge this week is the second encounter, Spire Defense, called A Link to the Chain. This is where all Guardians must receive the Enlightened buff at the same time. Your Pinnacle Raid will be the Last Wish over on the Dreaming City which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Kali, called Summoning Ritual. Players must activate and cleanse all 9 plates then kill all 9 knights and ogres before damaging Kali. The second encounter, Shirochi, called Witch Witch. Guardians must not get hit or take damage from Shirochi's Arc Blast. The third encounter, Morgoth, called Forever Fight. Players must not kill the small ogres during the encounter. The fourth encounter, Vault, called Keep Out. Guardians must ensure that no Might of Riven Knights make it to the center chamber during the Vault fight. And the fifth encounter, Riven, called Strength of Memory, where Guardians must not shoot the same Riven Eye twice. Also with the last wish being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic heavy fusion rifle, 1000 Voices. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the duality, over on the derelict leviathan on the moon. Next up, Challenges. As this is a new season, the Challenges won't be available until the season of the deep goes live in game. And this is also the same for the Eververse store for week 1. But stay tuned to this channel for the updated week 1 video for any missed information. Hello. Also with this being a new season we will have a legendary lost sector shakeup, meaning we won't know the order of the lost sectors until we've had a full rotation. But as a reminder your daily loss Sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armour you will find inside. But if you're new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the loss Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master. Which you can either do solo or with a fire team. but you will only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Lead the way. Our first featured Nightfall of the season will see us face off against Sepkis Prime in the Devil's Lair Nightfall over on the Cosmodrome. Where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall is free to play. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, ascendant shards and adept Nightfall ciphers. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be with the Featured Weapon and Exotic Gear being uncommon at Hero Difficulty to be in common with Ascendant Shards in God and Masters. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 4 Barrier and 8 Overload Champions, with 5 Solar, 8 Void and 17 Arc Shields. Masters will have 4 Barrier and 15 Overload, with 5 Solar, 8 Void and 8 Arc Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1765, Matchmaking is available, Enemies have extra shields, Champion's Foe. You will face Barrier and Overload Champions. You can either use Intrinsic Exotics, use a subclass debuff or unlock Anti-Champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Arc Threat. 25% increase to incoming Arc damage. Arachno. When defeated, Fallen Vandals spawn a webmine at their feet. Overcharge Weapons. Weapons overcharged from the Seasonal Artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches the active Surge. Void Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing void damage. Strand Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing strand damage. Overcharged to linear fusion rifle, 25% bonus damage to linear fusion rifle damage. Galvanized, combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend difficulty, maximum effective level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment locked, you'll be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts. Master difficulty, maximum effective level 1820, includes all previous modifiers except galvanised. Champions mob, this difficulty adds more champion enemies. And togetherness, base health regen is reduced, if near another player health regen is increased. To combat champions this season you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of intrinsic anti-champion artifact mods. Which are, anti-barrier auto rifle, overload scout rifle and overload trace rifle. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For anti-barrier, the kinetic bow Wishender, the kinetic linear fusion rifle Arbalest, the kinetic pulse rifle Revision Zero, the solar energy hand cannon Arianna's Vow, the solar heavy sword, the Lament, and the Titan exotic gauntlet Second Chance, which gain a second charge of your shield throw melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. And for overload, the void energy bow Le Monarch, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle, Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun, Thunderlord, and the Warlock Exotic Boots, the Secant Filaments, which when you drop an Empowering Rift, any weapon that is fired from inside the well can cause an Overload Champion to be stunned. And the Grandmaster Nightfalls will return on June 27th. Lord Shaxx brings momentum control to the Crucible playlist for the first week of the season. Momentum Control is a 6v6 PVP mode which is a variation on the regular control mode, where every weapon is significantly higher in lethality, meaning that you can take out your opponents much faster than normal. Respawns are instant and defeating enemy players in Momentum Control will grant faster regen on your melee, grenade and super. Players get increased damage resistance when they activate a super to help counteract that little bit of extra damage that the guns give out. The mode also has increased capture speeds on points and radar is removed for every player. Achieve victory by capturing zones and defeating opponents. And Rift will also be returning this week in the Relentless Crucible playlist. Rift is a 6v6 game mode that focuses heavily on objective based gameplay and not just killing the enemy team. Instead of accruing points based on defeating enemies, players can score points by picking up the spark and dunking it into their opponents Rift, which is near the enemy spawn. A team can either win by scoring 5 points before the opposing team can, by scoring 3 points without the enemy team getting a look in, or having more points when the time runs out. The spark spawns in the centre of the map and starts to charge after 6 seconds of the round starting and becomes visible for all players on the map. After another 12 to 13 seconds the spark is available for players to pick up, giving both teams approximately 20 seconds to fight over the spark before either side can pick it up. For 5 seconds after a player picks up the spark they become marked on both teams maps. After that they are only marked on their own team's map unless they are in view of the enemy team. The carrier can only hold onto the spark for a minute and fifteen seconds. After that, the spark detonates, killing the carrier and those around them before resetting. Should the carrier die in any way that isn't from the spark detonating, the spark drops at that location. If a player picks up the spark whilst in their super, they are immediately pulled out of their super. Furthermore, they will not gain more super energy while holding the spark and will be unable to use their super even if it is fully charged. If a player dies, they must wait ten seconds before they respawn but their teammates can revive them during this time. This forces the players to focus on teamwork to help push up on their enemies, but can also leave some players out of the game for an extended duration if their team can't or won't revive them. Delightful! Trials of Osiris will be returning this season with some new loot to chase, like the Unexpected Resurgence Glaive and the returning Messenger Pulse Rifle. There are also some new rewards for players who make it to the lighthouse and open the chest. These include the Hero's Wake exotic Ghost Shell, the Valiant Memory Exotic Ship, the Survivor's Journey Exotic Sparrow, and the new Trial shader, Glorious Patina. And this season we'll see Trials of Osiris Dominion. Trials continues to be a 3v3 PvP high stakes game mode, but with the twist of a capture point. In Dominion, two teams of three go head-to-head in a battle for control of a capture point. Teams can either work together to capture the point, or eliminate the enemy team to win the round. Only available from Friday reset until Tuesday weekly reset, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought-after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a Passage Card, a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, master material and even Adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of 7 games won and no losses. Five round wins will bag you that match for your Passage Card. By competing in trials, you do have a chance to pick up two pinnacle engrams from playing each week. One from 50 round wins and the other from winning seven games. These do not have to be done all in one go, but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. That is amazing. And that's it for the first week of Season of the Deep.
3: Guardian down.
1: Yeah, but that,
2: that's it for me on the exotic armors. Um, congratulations to all classes. That's all I have to say. Yep.
1: Yeah. I do look forward to the changes each season when they do change things. It's always an it's always a nice thing to see that there's going to be new play styles and new things that kind of come up. And I think maybe this time it will be the season that the stuff that I'm using is going to be the thing. But then I hopefully, sometimes I think maybe I don't want it to come up too much because I enjoy using it the way I'm using it. And if it comes up too far, then it's going to get nerfed. A bit like the Oath Keepers and Le Monarch. I, I'm not happy about that because... Those are my things. When not, it play.
0: still works. You still get to hold it back at perfect draw for longer than what's normal. Yes, but what, you know it's just it not is, indefinite anymore. And now your mon- damage
1: bonus when you the get used mon- to is getting a nerf.
2: I thought oath keepers always gave a damage bonus.
1: No, oath keepers just hold. The, yeah, they just hold it at the perfect uh, draw
2: indefinitely. Uh, oh, and okay.
1: now they give a damage bonus.
2: Oh, so it's a it's a it's a it's a buff.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, it's yeah. absolutely a buff. But I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's, no, it's a buff, because no you can't hold it indefinitely anymore. There's a timer that you have now that, that holds it at a perfect draw. Well No, you and... can hold the
1: perfect draw, but the damage that you can get from bows is going to only be on a, on a timer. So maybe uh, with Le Monarch, you literally have to fire it straight away to kind of get that damage buff. Maybe that's why they're kind of nerfing the Monarch as... There's
0: a timer out there. You have, you have time. You know, you don't have to just sling it immediately. You got a couple seconds. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah.
1: I mean okay. it's just it's
0: just not indefinite anymore. That that's the thing, right? No, now that fair. you're thinking Le monarch, right? And of course my brain goes to PVE. I'm thinking of it with Leviathan's breath. You know? That I mean Leviathan's breath is already doing a lot of damage this season, especially if you, you may or may not be using a certain you know FPS glitch that triples the damage. No, it's not dad Dadad definitely does not do that. No, Mm-mm. no. Um, are you
2: implying that you are altering your uh, performance?
0: Absolutely your- not. No, I just, I just know that if you, um, if you, if you're running a high frame PC and you happen to be using uh, a certain heavy exotic bow, that the bow does triple damage. That's all I'm saying. And as long Mm. as that isn't fixed with the with the buffs to the Oath Keepers next season, that gets an extra twenty five percent on top of that. But at the same time, if you have high FPS, you're also getting one shot. So it is there's a trade-off. You know? There is.
2: Mm. Pay to win, Mm -hmm. pay to lose.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: So So, all right. As we're talking about weapons, let's move into season twenty one weapon changes preview. So oh my
0: goodness.
1: We've got Chris Proctor this week to tell us about what's happening. For season twenty-one, they've got some substantial number changes to the hit fire reticles with various changes to a bunch of exotic weapons and Thank other you. few bits and pieces. Thank so you. let's get into it. So the weapon reticles, there is a they've done which is really cool this time, is that they've actually done some videos, which probably Respawn will play now that he's kind of streaming about what's actually happening <laughs> with the different reticles. Mm-hmm. On the Destiny Community podcast for Firing Range this week, they had Eric Smith and Mercules, who went into a little bit more detail about the changes to the weapons because they all got to hear about it like a couple of days in advance and kind of got to put some questions together. So I will link the Massive Breakdowns PVE podcast in the show notes and the Firing Range podcast in the show notes because those things this week are a kind of a must listen to if you like if you know if you like listening about your cones and these kind of finite changes to the game but i mean to do with the zoom i mean they say that zoom is one of the most powerful stats and in- increasing the zoom equals damage fall off auto aim assistance distance and it increases the accuracy and decreases the recoil so what mm-hmm. they're actually going to do now is. also that- screws
0: with the cones and things like that too but yeah
1: yeah the it's now like the damage fall off is now non, no longer going to be affected and they're now going to put fixed damage fall off so, like scalers for every weapon type that when they're ADSing <laughs> apparently it's not going to have that big of an effect it's not like you'll healed yeah. rangefinder no 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 rangefinder will still do auto aim assist distance increase the accuracy and decrease the recoil so it still has some benefits they've just taken away the damage fall off thing from it so it's they've they've hammered down that nail damage
0: fall it, off's a big deal it doesn't matter if it auto aims if it doesn't do any you, damage you then have to
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i it's think they wrong. were they were using like uh the immortal submachine gun as an example like uh, with rangefinder on that it it kind of pushes the boundaries of where it should be hitting whereas absolutely against yes. other aggressive kind of uh, submachine guns uh, apparently all, all aggressive submachine guns are going to get toned down anyway um as well as the immortal but it's just they've, they've built this brand new tech basically to change the zoom so that they can then alter these f- with the weapons and it's not going to be as significant as as you think it's going to be so the pulse rifles aren't going to kind of the only things that are going to be able to compete with a scout rifle or like a sniper rifle and a scout rifle that you will still have kind of some of these ranges that you will be able to kind of fight in, but it's not going to be as oppressive as it is now. Like you're getting outshot with a submachine gun with, by um, instead of like a hand cannon or oh, yeah. or, you or an auto like, rifle. Like yeah. when I when I have a scout rifle
0: and I'm shooting him at scout rifle range and I get killed
1: by an immortal, something yes. like that. Yeah. 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 That that's what they want to kind of address is that they, there are ranges that you should be able to use these weapons in and with them actually kind of being able to build this new tech to change the zoom, to then change the the rangefinder, to then change the, the like the damage the the fall off scalers is going to help in the long run. But it's kind of taken a long time to get there, basically.
2: Right. No, I think that's great. Probably you need to separate damage fall off from rangefinder a little bit. That'd be good. We don't want we don't want any kind of SMG to be dipping its toes into like auto rifle range. Like we want there like to be a small like like an event diagram a little bit of overlap but not like to the point where immortal is outdoing my monte carlo from like optimal auto rifle range. Mm-hmm. It just feels it just feels bad at the moment. So I think walking those uh walking that range back on the immortal and aggressive smgs as a whole is definitely going to be good for the crucible.
1: Yeah. I mean, they said that the two vertical elements on most weapons illustrate the current cones for auto-aim, aka bullet bending, and accuracy, which is error angle, using movement circles and crosshairs. These are clamped in size on screen to avoid growing too large or too small, and hence blocking the center of the screen, or overlapping too much of your weapon and the action in front of you. And at default, the field of view for these elements moves as your auto-aim and accuracy changes. But... You know the high field of view they typically can shrink enough to show the current angles resulting in them being fairly static so they're rebuilding the reticles for the following weapon types so that they move more visibly at higher fov while still conveying the current state of the weapon accurately so fusion rifles hand cannons sidearms and trace rifles and they plan to update other weapon reticles in a similar way in future releases they've already kind of messed with the shotgun reticles so that they also now scale with the field of view, such as the reticle cl- will closely match the pellet spread regardless of your selection of field of view. Um, and this is when they kind of changed that in Lightfall, wasn't it? So we now have kind of diamonds or squares or circles, conveying... Hexagons. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. The- yeah. Spreads, so. Good, good change, good change.
1: I-, I like that, yeah. We're getting charge meters, so fusion rifles and swords.
2: We've updated their hip fire reticles to include this information as well. Fusion rifles now have a charge meter under the reticle. Sword reticles now show the current sword guard energy. Fusion rifles, that's fine. I've always went on audio or like you yeah know, the the charge like on the gun. If I'm like don't have my headphones on or something like that. Sword reticles, this is a great change because I often try to guard and I just get wiped out because I'm like oh I don't have any I don't have any sword energy. I
0: wonder if they do the same thing. No, nope, they already do that for. Never mind. Yeah, as far as like the fusion rifles, didn't they always used to have an indicator on the weapon itself? I can think of all kinds of of uh, fusion rifles just off the top of my head that on the weapon itself, as you're charging, you see a little meter that goes up. You know what yes, I'm saying? Some of them do. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's what they did say this, that they want to kind of build more into the fact that when you're adsing or you're kind of you've got that on your screen, is that they want to try and put more information on the center of the screen, like with these. Than they do down the side with like different buffs and things. Well, because you only get four crowded on the side of the screen for the buffs, dude. You know, yeah.
0: Like, like, like I'm trying to figure out: am I radiant? Am I radiant? Am I radiant? Am, I don't know because they got four buffs on the side, and radiant was the first thing that was there, and I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I'm. You know what? Just whoosh up. Oh, turns out I wasn't radiant. Dang it! <laughs> you know, they have
2: visual cues for radiant and other damage buffs, like um. Like if you're radiant, uh, your bullets when they hit your opponents or the combatants rather, they'll uh, they kind of glow in a certain way. I've noticed, at least for kinetic weapons.
0: So color color based hues, I, I love that. So on board
1: with color based cues. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so apparently uh, they're doing an experimental aim down sights reticle for the Sharia's Wrath. So it now has mm. an. Aim down sights reticle that reacts to the weapon's accuracy and auto-aim state and ties into the red reticle, meaning this will change color when the enemy that's within the weapon's engagement range is under the reticle. So you'll have to kind of spec into maybe a blue reticle then, Respawn.
0: Uh, Probably still lime green, honestly. (laughs) I use green too. I I think I do as well.
2: There's nothing lime green in the game, so it's the only, thing, the only color that sticks out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you know they also have custom exotic weapon reticules for other weapons? Plenty of exotic weapons have perks with states or counts that are important information to players. We've added reticle elements to show these to several exotic weapons, that, and, and note that exotic swords and fusion rifles also benefit from the above change meter and sword meter elements. Note that some exotic weapons already convey their state very clearly and weren't indicated. I'm sorry, included in this process. Uh, the specific additions to exotic weapons are: charge meter added to exotic weapons whose base weapon type doesn't typically have a charge meter. This will be Devil's Ruin, Salvation's Grip, and Grand Overture. Salvation's Grip, man. I I tell you what, that thing. Whew, I love that gun. That's top shelf, right there. Yeah, right there. I mean, even th- they're trying to say that this coming season they're going to give it an actual grenade, damaging grenade to it or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, eh. I mean, I, I functionally, I'm thinking you shoot it, you create a bunch of crystals, and then you shoot the crystals with a grenade, and do a bunch of damage. If that's the case, that might be really good, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm holding my breath for that one. It needs um, to do
2: more damage than two legendary grenades do right now.
0: It should, absolutely.
2: Yeah, like the shatter damage, it just needs to do more. Because it's your exotic slot.
0: The way I look at it, it's, it's an exotic slot, right? You're wasting a grenade to make these ice crystals, and you're potentially wasting a grenade to break the ice crystals unless you're shatter diving or titan sliding, right? Um, yep. So in, in my world, right, I want each one of these crystals to do Grenade level damage. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. But if it did, oh, good lordy. Yeah, um, we want
2: a lot of shatter damage, too.
0: Absolutely. Uh, perk counter shows pips for perked shots. Quicksilver Storm grenade count. Ace of State's moment from Mori shot count. Lumina Noble rounds shot count. And Traveler's Chosen Gathering Light Stacks.
1: So that's perk just progress. basically moving it, isn't it, from, like, the left side of the screen to just... To on- the radical.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, perk progress meter shows perk build-up on the Manticore. Yeah, that's one that everybody uses. Uh, I mean, perk active shows when the exotic perk is active. Hawkmoon, nice. Agor Scepter, very nice, actually. that w- Yes, okay, terrible. Very nice, thank you for that. Touch of Malice, touch of Malice. Oh, that's the exact uh, king's yep. Kingsfall. The yeah. Uh, Cryosthesia, that's good. Trinity Ghoul. And, I mean, the, the electrified arrows aren't enough of a clue. I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, true. No, not. <laughs> well, it's the same with Tereba, isn't it? Like, you, you see the charge up down the side of the Terriba. When mm-hmm. When you know that that's charged, you double tap the button and you go... I didn't Hell. know that.
0: I don't know. I, I I used that weapon for so long and could not figure out how you knew when the damn buff was ready. And someone's like, "Oh yeah, there's a meter on the gun itself that tells you." I'm like,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, yeah, I I don't look at the side of the the screen to say when it's ready. I I know when it's ready on on the actual gun. So
0: yeah,
2: was ready when when you shoot someone and it vaporizes them. That's when you know Terribus working. <laughs>
0: But don't you have to like activate the perk for it to do that? Yeah. And the whole thing is knowing yes. when to activate that perk.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And you get a charge meter and a perk counter for the vex mythic class. Why? Because the vex mythic class has two firing modes. You have the full auto and you have the linear. And it also tells you how many linear shots you have available. So that's why. Do
2: you do you know what gun's not on this list?
0: That's a lot of guns on this list.
2: I, I can tell you, symmetry is not on this list. Symmetry has Ooh, has the yeah. the revolution rounds, mm-hmm. the dynamic charge. So you have to stack those up, and those are on the left side of your screen. And then you have to activate it with the alternate fire mode, and then you also have a timer. So this is kind of like one of those. One of those of guns are, yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of in between. So maybe they just didn't know where to throw this
1: one at. Is, is, is it one that it says? That it, I mean, they do finality. say that some of the weapons already cl- very clearly state that weren't included in the past. So maybe it does state on the weapon. No, do I don't you know. know. I have to do some no, testing no, no, no. there
0: Yeah, I think, like you said, it's in the bottom left. But um, conditional finality's got a
1: video. You know why conditional finality's got a video, don't you? I do not. I was trying to because read because you can now turn the weapons around in the um the viewing screen. So, when you want to kind of preview a weapon, what? you can now spin it around. Well, not oh now, but next season. This is great.
2: Maybe great we do that with our ships.
0: <laughs>
2: I think they're doing that too, aren't they?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 right in the same video. <gasps> oh, that. my God. This is officially the best game ever. I don't care. It's going to be
2: a lot easier getting a <laughs> screenshot so I can put more guns in the hands of celebrities.
0: There you go. Very nice. Um, With the release of Season of the Deep, we're also doing an overhaul to the way we showcase weapons and other items in the inspection screen. Okay, you know what? We just covered that. You can turn weapons. You can turn ships. Full auto melee. I can't wait for this change. Knowing how popular the full auto, now called full auto firing setting was, we've implemented a matching full auto Full auto melee setting that lets you continue melee attacking with your fist, charge melee, sword, glaive, or roaming super melee by holding down the appropriate input. This is explained in more detail here. People keep saying that's completely useless. That's completely
1: useless. No, it's not, dude. It's not. I'm sure you tell you at one what point it was useless, but go on. Huh? I'm sure at one point you said it was useless, but no,
0: I was, I was, I was a huge advocate for this as soon as I, as soon as I saw it, because like for, I'm thinking mainly Glaive for this, right? My, my mindset is Glaive on this. I, um, my melee is my scroll wheel on my mouse. It, it doesn't click down, it scrolls up or down for my melees, right? And when I'm sitting there constantly mailing somebody, I'm constantly scrolling on that freaking wheel, right? Which gets aggravating. So, if I can just scroll it once and hold it, right? Then, that'd be so much better than having to constantly scroll the daggum thing. You know what I mean? So that is something I'm looking forward to. I might even put that on a button itself, too. Just because. Just because. I'm really looking forward to that. I can't, think of, any, I can't think of any other reason beside a glaive why you would use it. Honestly. Some yeah. people were saying, oh, well, like a Titan, like an Arc Titan, you can just hold it down and spam your fist or whatever. But I'm just like, would you want to, though? Because, like, your stripper would be gone immediately. You know? Or maybe for, like, boss DPS. I can't think of anything outside of a glaive where this would be... Effective.
2: Um. Um. What do you call it? Uh. Ark Strider. Uh, combination blow hunters.
0: Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yep. Yep. Sure. Mini hammer titan. Okay. Just hold it down and chuck hammers. No, boss. you
1: don't. No, you don't want that. No, you don't want. To.
0: No. <laughs> no, I'm reading chat. No.
2: Oh, oh whoever's doing that is going to throw it into the sun. <laughs> accidentally, a hundred percent of the time.
0: Oh, he disagrees with you. He goes, "Are you for real?" He's uh, we got one time mm-hmm. disagreed with two other times. Here we go. Throw down. Oh, let's Who go. Who is it? Who is it? Winnoble. Chief Rex wants hammer recall. He wants Thor's hammer. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, we want a uh
1: like an exotic that will do that that would be really cool wouldn't that be nice
0: you know for a long time i've known that uh two hammer titans can throw hammers at each other to refill each other's melee right and i see him do it just while we're waiting on an activity or whatever yeah but the other day when we were doing ron hard mode dude's like oh man i missed my hammer he goes here take this and he threw the hammer and he gave the the ad clear back his hammer and i was like That is the only time I've ever seen that used in practical application. (laughs) That is amazing.
2: Titans being Titans. Titans
0: being Titans. Oh,
1: goodness. Oh, kill the ogre. Yeah, there you go. What I don't get is that then they've gone weapon archetypes after the full auto melee. That doesn't make any sense. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. We're now talking about bows, but not bows in general, just one bow from the Last Wish Raid, which is Tyranny of Heaven. And apparently, yes. his stats were always weirdly low, and they're touching mm-hmm. these weapons anyway. So, opted to update the stats while we were there. Okay, so your Tyrion of Heaven bows—if you've got those—are going to be do. touched in a way that will make you want to play with them and enjoy them more. I mean, it and, was and, one of the
0: first solar bows ever, and it had yeah, yeah. pretty good perks on it. You know, I mean, we've got so many solar bows since, though. I mean, eh, yeah, eh. who's
2: using that? Who's using that over Strident Whistle with Incandescent right now?
0: Or, or even over freaking, uh, oh my god, the exotic one, man. That that light things on fire, and then detonates them. Freaking night demon. Uh, no, he's gonna let me suffer. Trick No, <laughs> it's bow, your favorite though, bow. Man. Tiku's divination. Tiku's Wait. divination. Thank you. That's, uh, that's the one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna use a solar bow, why would you use anything besides Tiku?
1: Like Ken said, you know, strident whistle is a good one. Uh, yes, but why maybe...
0: would you use it over Tiku's, over Tiku, you know? You, you, Unless maybe you, you had to have, have a different exotic, but whatever.
2: Yeah, you have to have, have, to have Salvation's grip in your exotic heavy slot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so as I mentioned, submachine guns, the aggressive submachine guns, have surged in PvP, and they need to be brought back in line. So they're going to do it in a way that keeps them viable, but reducing both base and crit damage a little, little teeny weeny bit. Requiring high precision to reach their optimal time to kill. And they're reducing the base damage from 15 to 14, increases the precision hit multiplier from 1.45 to 1.5. And the quick damage goes from 21.8 to 21. And the Immortal is such a monster uh, that no other aggressive SMG can compete. So, where they've brought its range in while allowing it to continue to excel in other areas. So, they're reducing the base range value by 10. There you go. Good. But I'm just looking at the
0: damage, to the multiplier from 1.45 to 1. 1.5, and 21.8 to 21. That's like less than a percent. For yeah, but you've the got change. you've got to stick into these things, haven't you? Kind of. I mean, I mean, eh? Eh. the range stat is the only thing that I think really affects it. Reducing a range by 10, big big nerf. But yeah, uh, not not big nerf,
1: but just a, a big change to. No, How, that's, a, use that's what
0: we call a nerf. That is okay. a change in the negative, sir. Okay, that is. I wouldn't a nerf. say it's big though. No, the reduced range by ten. Yeah, it is. Range on yeah, a submachine gun is huge, man.
2: This is on just the immortal. And if you're using the immortal, you're likely using an immortal adept with target lock. So it's right. kind of it's yeah, going to keep the TTK.
3: Yeah.
2: It's going to keep that TTK nice and uh, nice and consistent for you. Well, even if you do miss some crits.
0: I don't have one, I can't I can't say anything, but I, I still think that's a big nerf. Neither do I. I, ref-
2: I refuse. If I had one, I'd delete it. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I, I haven't got one. Yeah, I think Parody was the only one that grinded it out to get one, to see what it was like and see what everybody was going on about, and he was I like, like eh.
2: I don't like the way it sounds, I don't like the way it tastes. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm just not a fan of submachine guns in general. I, I never liked them. People use them inside PvP, but in PvE, they're kind of pointless. The only one I did like for a long, long time was the Huckleberry. That gun was a monster. I mean, it still is a monster, a monster but, yeah. like, mm-hmm.
1: like you just there's so many other better weapons for an exotic slot than that now. You know what I mean? True. One for next season that I think Destiny Fun Police pointed out was the Out of Bounds, which was the PvP, like the one that Shaxx was just throwing at you a couple of seasons back. Mm. um that have got kind of a really good one so like definitely got rangefinder on there i've got one that's got rangefinder but you know it's, uh, tap the trigger moving target ricochet rounds they've got high caliber rounds on them as well so uh killing wind harmony there's some really good rolls on the out of bounds that you can kind of still get and still throw some tokens or throw your engrams at shacks in the tower and and see what you can get it's a 900 rpm arc one but it, it might be worth looking at if you know if they ruin your immortal, you could just go and have a look at that. A fun fact from the chat. Um, the Huckleberry is the
0: only gun with the original rampage. Yeah. Sure. Which, it's true.
1: I, like which that. I don't know you if that's a good thing the because
0: rampage now is rampage spec. So the rampage now is technically better than the original question mark. Mm. So is, is that, is that a nerf in the Huckleberry's favor? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound like a good thing. Question for the devs.: right?
1: Um, sniper rifles,
0: snipers, yes.
1: So they're, apparently, they're still a very safe option, and they don't want to make also make them dominant. So they're going to give them some room to bring the damage up to improve their feel in PVE. Okay, uh, nice. Note that rapid fire sniper rifles also got a large reserve bump and recoil reduction in season twenty mid season pal- balance patch, uh, and they're going to keep an eye on these. So don't you be using them too much because otherwise they'll decrease them. But they're going to increase mean... the PvE damage by 10%, and Izignami Burden Honed Edge Perk Shot doesn't receive the buff. So that's the one where you <laughs> combine all four into that one shot. Yep. All other exotic sniper rifles receive the buff as written. Nice. So th- that's even your heavy ones that you've got, like uh, the Darcy and the Whisper of the World. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I'm sorry, what was that first one again?
0: Darcy does technically, technically more damage than the Whisper, all right?
2: You're telling me that the Hive God sniper rifle does less damage than the actual tape measure?
0: Because the ammo, that's why. It has, <laughs> oh. it has physically more bullets to shoot, ergo
1: doing more overall damage. I mean, it's technically more. It's in the game as a tape measure and it does make me laugh when everybody whips it out just to see like the, as everybody whips it out just to see the distance from where they're standing. <laughs> it's it's just like
0: Got to get your you don't need out. to do bounties. There's not going to be any level cap raised, dude.
1: There's no the, Your level cap is not Don't raising. tell people don't that bounties. they don't need to do bounties. You still need to do bounties if you want to kind of max out your artifact really quickly. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, the, you know, know, get those save artifacts. Some, save some bounties no, up this no, week no, if you're kind no, of no, just no. doing them and you, you don't worry. Don't do
0: it. It's a trap. Night Demon doesn't love you. Now, as <laughs> far as these changes go, uh, for the sniper rifle, I'm really hoping that's going to put succession in a place where it can do Boss DPS, right? Because, you know, it, it comes with firing line and reconstruction and with the magazine-extending uh, perk on it, right? Uh, you can get eight rounds in your magazine on a legendary high-impact sniper rifle that, as you fire, is reloading as you go, right? So, I mean, I really hope that these these, these sniper rifle changes really do increase the damage by a bunch, because... There are so many good sniper rifles in the game that I'd love to use for boss DPS. You know what I mean? That is, I'm so tired of rocket launchers being the meta for everything. Uh, you have no idea, and it's and it, and it's mainly because I'm in the Frozen Clan, right? Every single time I go into an account, they're like, "Yep, we're gonna do, we're gonna use rockets." I'm like, "God, damn it!" <laughs> like why? I'm like, "What? Don't you have the? Uh, you don't have gallo I'm like, "No, I have gallo I have the meta. I just I
1: hate explosives, man." I think <laughs> the thing is, though, it, it, it became so repetitive, didn't it, in Destiny 1 when it was like, have to have your rocket launcher, have to have your, your sniper rifle, and have to have your like your primary weapon to kind of generate whatever ammo you needed. Right. And it like, it, I think Bungie got tired of that requirement that you needed to use the sniper rifle, and then once you run out of your sniper rifle, you need to change to rockets or whatever it was for, like with quota and things. It's like, mm-hmm. it, that's why we've moved away from having uh, like sniper rifles in PVEs is it's no longer a requirement for like those bosses.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, and Bungie keeps making it so that nothing out DPS is the stupid rockets, right? I mean, they, they, they made yellowhorn give all these legendary rockets wolf pack rounds. And now that's all anybody ever wants to use and nothing. Well, uh, technically the bow with the FPS glitch, if you have a whole team doing it, one, one shots, uh, Ron on hardboat, right? Not one shots, but one phases them on hardboat. But aside from outliers like that, right, that you have to actually kind of glitch into the game, there's nothing that does more damage than rockets. And I'm just I'm so tired of rockets being the meta for like three freaking seasons. You know? Let's go back to grenade launchers. That was fun at least.
1: A grenade launcher is fun to use. A rocket launcher is not. And a sorry with grenade launchers, that was good fun. I like that.
0: Yeah. And then, God forbid, we go back to snipers being a meta. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just. Start, can we stop using explosives? Let's bring up something: sniper rifle, uh, heavy machine gun. Just well, st- anything that does I more
1: freaking damage than an explosive. I can guarantee you, respawn. I can guarantee you, the next raid, not not this season, season twenty two, the next raid, swords are going to be the go to.
0: I mean, I'd be okay with that.
1: I'm very okay with swords being you being know meta. Bosses, don't you? Um, I can't remember his name, but he's got like Wrath of the Machine, Can legs. Whatever. Huh? Yeah. yeah
2: Rath- you guys it's think okay. it's you guys think it's gonna be Wrath, really?
0: Well, we're hoping beyond
1: hope. It's, it's gonna be Wrath. I'm wishing on a start.
2: It's gonna be Crota.
1: No way. They I... don't. They don't do that. It's gonna be Wrath. And if they I mean, did he's, he's her, probably they right it's going to, to be the one it. we don't want you know <laughs> everybody wanted
0: the, you know the king's fall I really didn't want king's fall you know the exotic was okay back then it's even less than okay now I didn't want that raid you know but wrath of the machine they're all like well we already have you know we already have the,
1: the pulse rifle that you get from that raid the exotic well
0: yeah, do something that, to I think that's appreciate.
1: why we know it's coming because they, they mentioned that didn't they they said that you know some of the reprise raids and stuff that they're working on, they know that they've already brought back exotic weapons. So they, there's going to be something else that they're going to be putting in there. Yeah. They can always
2: make something new or bring something else out. Well,
1: that, that is the hope, isn't it? Yeah,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You know, but yeah, well, just, just something guys, something else. Besides what expensive. auto, what auto
2: rifle dropped during rise of iron that was particularly popular.
1: Rise of Iron, wow, I so, yeah. yeah. Like, like we, yeah. Like a certain arc auto rifle. Oh, don't Zalo? Mm-hmm. gonna get excited, bro. Yeah. I mean, they, I've been preaching gonna... Zalo
0: Supercell for nine years. All right, I bro, have a feeling that around.
2: that'll be the raid exotic <laughs> if they do bring back Wrath.
0: That would oh. be amazing. They and... can, they can throw out the Kostov.
2: Well,
0: no, we already had the stuff exotic, and it wasn't I mean, great.
2: That's true. Was not great. And no, we, man, and we, we, we have a we have a pulse rifle that's kind of the same. You can kind of cool. swap the pieces out in um, in revision zero. So the boss yeah. was off is kind of a kind of a what do you call those things? Uh, old ideas. news. Old yeah. news.
0: I agree. No Zalo Supercell. Oh man, I could I could I could get aroused over from Zalo Supercell. I will tell you what.
1: What happens if it's icebreaker?
0: I think would be good too. Again, leaning back into the hole. I, I want something besides explosives to be there. More rockets. I wouldn't mind. Well, no dragon's breath, because like I said, the only thing that made dragon's breath good was the Tychonaut, you know? And if they bring back the Tychonaut along with the dragon's breath, Titans would absolutely be meta in PVE. hundred
1: freaking percent. Now, you know, do we get to the point of like when season 22, we get the reprise raid of wrath of the machine. Then we go into the final shape and they'll do dungeon. And then maybe they'll do Crota as the last reprised raid uh, for season, whatever it is, 27. I don't want that
0: to come back at all ever.
1: Do you think, do you think uh, as we get towards the end of this life cycle of destiny two, do you think they're just going to throw everything at us? Like go like, like what they did with destiny one go, here's everything, you know, here's all the exotics you can now collect from Destiny 1 in Destiny 2, because we know that that's going to be cycled out and we're going to do like Destiny the next step, and all of this isn't going to matter. And we're going to turn off the service for Destiny 1, but Destiny 2 will continue and then we'll move on to Destiny whatever else it is. Or do you think they'll just continue? What, what was the, Destiny 2 wrote.
0: What was the name of that? It was a D1 heavy uh, machine gun. It had four barrels on it, it kind of looked like a shark, right? And the fa- the longer you held down the trigger, the faster this gun fired by default.
2: Um, it has uh, one of one of Thunderlord's brothers.
0: No, 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 no. It was it wasn't one of the. It, it was no, no. It wasn't so that game, one of what the was it, you were talking about? it was it was a it was a heavy machine gun in right. D one. Okay, yeah. it had four barrels on the front of it. Right, I mean. It oh, yeah, four yeah, yeah. holes I know I know that what you can mean. see that were barrels. They didn't spin or anything like that, but you can see four holes that you knew bullets came out of. And the longer you held this gun down, the faster it fired by default. Nemesis star? Thank you! Nemesis Ooh. star. That one would be a great gun to bring back if they just left the damage the same, because Bungie has a stupid habit of when the rate of fire increases, they bring down the damage of the bullets. No, leave the damage the same and just allow the gun to increase its rate of fire
1: while keeping the damage. That would be an amazing turn to bring back too. you know. Fair enough. Yeah. So the, the last thing on their like weapons archetypes that they're changing, scout rifles. So the long arm, because they okay. copied and pasted it from the dead man's tail, it inadvertently received the same damage Bonus. buff as its minus for exotics. So they've addressed it. It's still gonna receive the scout rifle PVE damage buff from season 20 mid season balance patch, but that's it. So Aww. it's no longer an exotic uh, Legendary. Oh, well, no, that, that,
2: wasn't, that wasn't hurting anything. Well, it, Brian,
1: it, hurt, it hurt somebody's eyes and they went, no, we're not having that anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Speaking of eyes. Yes.
0: Eyes what of a multi-targeted missile volley and adaptive ordnance exotic trait suggests it should be used to kill groups of enemies. But the rocket launcher ammo economy doesn't really allow for that. But what if smart, but, no, that's right. What if smart? Okay. (laughs) I was like, did I have a stroke? But what if smart use of one of the weapon against groups refunded ammo? Killing four targets with a missile volley will refund one ammo. How good
1: is this going to be in PvE? Where'd you get that ammo from? Does it kind of just refund it from like magic? Or is it you uh, Yeah, I think it's a magic. The... I think
0: it's a magic bullet. Because they're talking about ammo economy, right? So if it just refunded back from your ammo, it wouldn't be changing the ammo economy. So it's gotta be giving it to you. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise they would
1: say it would reload from reserves, wouldn't they? That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But again, I mean this this would be great for ad clear, but we have a ton of ad clear options. Hell, a submachine gun with scorch on it can clear that's dude. You yes. know, we don't really need eyes of tomorrow to do that. Now, don't get me wrong; I'd love to use that gun just because it's an amazing, aesthetically pleasing rocket launcher, right? But I mean, you know, just will ask. this work? Oh, actually, hold on, GM. On. Thank you. I was just going to say that GMs, right? You could use this on on GMs ads that are stronger than normal, but can still be taken out with a rocket launcher. And then you can just continue to use this heavy freaking weapon to kill all these ads in GMs, dude.
2: That's true. Yeah, the elite, the elite enemies, the, mm-hmm. the red bars with a little bit extra health. Yeah,
1: I see this, that. This is going down the same route of uh, like the what's it the sniper rifle, isn't it from Destiny One, the Icebreaker, where it's just kind of pulling from magic. So mm-hmm. you imagine you get you kill the four targets and you get a refund of one ammo. You then fire again, and you get an, another four kills, and you get another yep. ammo. You could mm-hmm. just potentially just keep doing this until the ads have all gone with just magic ammo. Exactly. Now, is, it, is this magic bullet going to go into
0: your reserves and you have to reload it? Or is it just going to put it back in your magazine?
2: I think you're going to have to manually reload that,
0: it. I'm thinking so too, but what if? right
2: yeah yeah (laughs) we love we love the what ifs yeah yeah what if what if
0: um graviton lance graviton lance's performance feels exotic probably because it is but it was easy to miss out on the full damage of a burst because so much of it was backloaded and we felt the tuning of revision zero's heavy rounds to burst would be a good fit Increase the RPM from 257 to 300. Oh, so it fires faster. And reduce the burst delay by 20%. It now matches Revision Zero's hockey heavy rounds rate of fire. Nice! Okay. Yeah. I can dig it. Um, I just hate the noise it makes the clunk, 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 clunk. I hate that
2: sound. The is very, very annoying.
0: <laughs> um, they have to rebalance the damage per shot. Here we go. So the first shot damage goes from nine point five to nineteen. Okay. And the crit goes from fifteen point seven to thirty one point four. That is a massive damage buff. What? That's wow.
3: That's oh, wait, almost. There is cool.
0: more. There is more. It also decreased the second shot damage from oh okay from body thirty five point six to twenty five point six
1: and the crit goes from 58.7 to 42.3. All okay. they've done is change the fire rate and they've changed the damage that would be on the second burst to the first burst. Yeah. I've taken I that, see uh, that now.
0: The they, damage the overall damage is the same. They just yeah. front-loaded the damage. Oh my god. Come on. No, but the well. thing is
1: I mean you were around at the beginning of Destiny 2 when we had Graviton Lance and it was it was the go-to exotic for it people. Was it was amazing and they went we're just going to hammer this into the ground and you guys are never going to use this again. And I think <laughs> now they feel a bit guilty and they're like, mm, maybe we should bring it up slightly. What, remember Bungie? when it was a three burst?
0: Nah. No, I don't remember that. What? It used to be a three burst. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure. There was a, I
2: think it was after, I think it was during Forsaken or maybe uh Warmind DLC that they changed it from a three burst to a two burst. Uh, I could be completely wrong.
1: Uh, I think it was in one of those things of they kept parsing, oh, parsing wow. they knocked it down so much. It was like, yeah, hold on, hold on. it's just a meme weapon at that this point. I have tried to use it in the past couple of months, like um, taking into iron banner and just seeing how, cause they, they did tweak it recently before this. Um, but I, I wasn't feeling it. It was like, mm, maybe they, yeah. I'll try, try it again and, and no, see.
0: How it I, think it, I think it was always a two round burst. Because there's really? a lot of people in Reddit talking about what if it was a three round, which again, just the what if it was a three round indicates that it was never a three round. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, even all these is it is it a three round? Is it a three round? The answers to all these are no, 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 no. no, no maybe
2: whatsoever. that maybe that's maybe that's what it made so special when it first launched.
0: The damage of a three round burst in the two rounds, probably. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, was... uh, sorry. Jade Rabbit is what.
2: Oh no! We were talking about how you need to turn the volume down when you use uh, graviton lance. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> have to mute. If you're going to use it, you have to mute your uh, mute your
0: mic. It doesn't even sound like a round, though. You know what I mean? Like, like I've been around lots of guns, and I've I've heard so many different noises they make. But a clunk is. I mean, it sounds like you're dropping a heavy barrel in the bottom of a well. You know, it's, it's it it sounds clunk, like you're shooting clunk, a parakeet clunk.
2: out of the out of the gun instead.
0: I, don't, I can't even describe the sound. It's such a unique, awful sound, I don't even know how to put it into words. It's just, it's, it, I don't it, like
2: it. It uh, chirps like an alien bird.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jade Rabbit is a strong PvP scout rifle. It is. But it was difficult to keep track of the state of the exotic perk, and refunding a single ammo just wasn't impressive enough for an exotic. These changes made the state clearer and provide more reward for precision. Added buff text to show when fade about force, increased body shot damage is active and quickly hitting three crits now refunds three
1: shots instead of one. I've got a quick question though. Where are we adding this text? Are we adding it to the side that we're now taking stuff away from or are we adding this <laughs> <to the back? laughs> just,
2: right over your reticle?
1: Just a question, Bungie. You know, we're taking stuff away from the side of the screen. Where are we putting this back on the side of the screen? i mean it's
0: basically a kinetic polaris lance at this point right
2: yeah i don't see how this is like exciting because you have no time to explain and you have yeah you have no time to explain and you have polaris lance that both refund ammo on precision hits this
0: is just Um, it's there's no time to explain kinetic yeah it's kinetic oh okay yeah Well, it's it's, a a scout rifle instead of a pulse rifle, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's bringing Jade Rabbit up to the likes of Polaris Lance and No Time to like, refund the amount of ammo that you, you know, the amount of ammo that you shoot you should be getting back if you're, you know, hitting your shots.
0: Yeah. I like this change, because, you know, whenever you have to use a scout rifle for champions or whatnot, it's nice to have a scout rifle that you don't have to reload, because apparently reloading breaks people's immersion. But when
2: is Jade Rabbit the play in PvE?
0: The only time where you need like, yeah. uh, like I don't know, anti-barrier, maybe? I don't know.
2: Shouldn't shouldn't you shouldn't you just use Polaris Lance?
0: Well that's that's a s okay. That is a scout rifle too. But what if you need something else in the energy slot? Yeah. I don't know. I mean it just gives you a um, milk crafting. You can use different things
1: in different slots.
0: The true, true.
1: If you're using like a scout rifle, you use something like the uh um, What's the one we've had this season? The, uh, oh, the, 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 mm-hmm. Hung Jura. Trax- oh. Hung jury, yeah. H- yeah. Hung jury. <laughs> the Hung jury. You use the Hung jury, don't you? And now with the kinetic tremors, mm-hmm. you'll use, you'll use that. Or like you said, yeah, you use a post for next season. Yeah, but with, you like- still have to reload it, you know? Yeah, but sometimes you, I mean, I've got a post that has got hatchlings with four times the charm. What's the difference between Fourth Times the Charm and the Fate of All Wolf Force perk?
0: Very I list- don't know if I'd ever want hatchlings on a scout rifle. Why not? I don't feel like you're killing things fast enough to do the hatchlings. For me, hatchlings on, like a, on a rocket launcher makes sense. Grenade launcher makes sense. Um, heavy machine gun makes sense, because you're probably killing a lot of things really fast, right? But on a scout rifle? Eh?
1: Hey. But the, th- the thing here, I, mean. I mean, it's precision final blows or rapidly defeating targets with non-precision weapons, spawn thread links. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I think it's for good for low-level content. Regular strikes, heroic nightfalls. Yeah,
1: I don't live there.
2: Season, seasonal battleground
1: stuff. You never know. It might be the go-to thing to have for next season's Grandmasters. And if it is,
0: I'll be the first one to apologize to you.
1: Okay, I'll wait for that apology to come in the post. <laughs>
2: We're not going to hold our breath,
0: though. No,
1: not. <laughs> now, yes. um, flying
0: around with the Maticore, It's is some silly fun. It is. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't think it's fun. You know? I don't either. Because I'll be trying to jump off a ledge, and now I'm floating. I'm like, would you please stop? <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> now I'm, I'm,
1: a, I'm a target flood. in midair, and I'm trying to get behind cover. Don't you only float if you're aiming down sights or you're I don't shooting? Know. I, think, I that, think you have to
2: be aiming down sights and be doing damage for you to actually stay floating.
1: Really? Okay. Well, yeah. I think. I did enjoy it when, when it first came out. It was one of the ones that I used in the, the backgrounds quite a lot. It was good fun flying around.
2: I, uh, I faced someone in the Crucible using it, and they did not once use it from the air. Really? <laughs> and it did fine it did fine but at that point you might as well just use a uh well, as a like, a funnel, like, a like a funnel, funnel
0: web so funnel web exactly yeah yeah so it's got good stats all around but like i don't like flying whenever i don't want to be flying
2: yeah just use funnel web
0: yeah so anyway um some people seem to think it's silly fun not me but what did we wanted it to be more rewarding mobile and sustainable With this change, you should be able to remain airborne for longer, oh dear lord, and be safer while doing so. Increase the catalyst damage resistance from tier 3 to tier 4, not bad. Increase the movement speed during hang time. And activating the catalyst perk uh, through an airborne kill or sustained damage following an airborne kill, now partially refills the magazine. The magazine of what, 27? Uh, The magazine
1: is 38. Is it? Oh. Excuse okay, me. it's a 900 RPM with 38 in the magazine.
2: Vers- damage oh. resistance from tier three to tier four, I'm I'm not exactly sure how much damage resistance resistance that is. If it's as much as like Omnioculus Omnioculus was at its like height, then I can see this getting some play.
1: Yeah, I think I'll, I'm going to echo what Parody said last week. You know, if you're telling us about tears, you need to give us more information on the tiers.
2: Numbers. We need numbers.
1: Numbers. But that—that's what the YouTubers are there for, isn't it? That's—they're giving them something to do. They're paying them to do this. Oh no, we're paying them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, who's paying?
2: (laughs) They'll get—they'll get asked across to do it. He'll do it.
1: Yeah. Oh man,
0: I don't know why, man. Like, it—I used to hate his voice, and now he's one of my favorite YouTubers. I have no idea how that happened. (laughs) So luminous cap on noble. Who uses this gun? Unironically. Warlocks. Nurses. I mean warlocks. these actually warlocks do make sense. I'm sorry, I take it back. Um <laughs> So Lumina's cap on Noble rounds was five. While working on exotic weapon reticules we opted to match Ace of Space Momentum Mori shot count to improve consistency Ooh. between the two and give Lumina a little buff at the same time. Okay, so Lumina users, there you go. You got five to six yeah i mean it's 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 groundbreaking it's, it's amazing even people that don't
1: use lumen are going to start using it now it's woo-hoo-hoo. no but the thing is i think if you pair it with the it's the boots isn't it the is it the boots of the assembler is
0: yes the i have no
1: idea yeah, yeah, yeah it is boots of the assembler with the warlocks it gives you the um the the extra healing doesn't it
2: it gives you yeah, it gives you the noble rounds i think it gives you when it procs i think it gives you two noble rounds so you can use yes. them.
1: Standing in a healing rift creates noble seekers that seek out allies that are not in the rift and heal them. Standing in the empowered rift creates noble seekers that grant both you and your ally a damage bonus. Each time a noble seeker finds one of your allies, the duration of a rift is briefly extended while you are standing in it, providing a moderate benefit to their bon effectiveness of stats of hand cannons, lumina. So, it. No, you, somebody you, in the chat is pointing out that it's the
0: only damage buff in the game that's 35%. But don't you have to shoot every member of your fire team, including yourself, to get that bonus?
1: No, because if you use it with the boots of the Assembler, and I think isn't it, it's Healing Rift creates Noble Seekers that give you heal them, but if you mm-hmm. step in the Empowering Rift, it creates Noble Seekers that grant you the uh, the damage bonus. So if you put on the damage bonus, you keep getting these Noble Rounds, and then you can kill people with the Lumina, and then get more noble rounds, and now we kind of it's giving you from five to six. So as long as you can kind of kill somebody, or even if you, if somebody that you've given that noble round to kills somebody, you get more orb spawning, and your rift stays up longer. You you can be a, a good healer for your team, it, right? It, but I'm not talking about healing. I'm talking about the damage buff. Yes, it, if you you know, there's two different wells for a warlock. So you yeah. have. The, the healing and the empowering one. If you put the yeah. empowering one on, it gives you the noble seekers to then shoot out without ha- you having to kill anybody to start off with. But if somebody that you shoot with that buff, kills somebody, you get more seekers. Right. But you would still have to shoot each. Hold on.
2: You I fire- don't know if, I don't know if you're going to have to shoot every member of your fire team. All I know is that when the noble rounds are in Lumina and you just hit fire it in their general direction and it yeah. flies to them yeah. like a child of the old gods. They gain the buff, whether it's healing if it's a healing rift, and if it's an empowering rift, they get the damage bonus. And I think that's it. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know, if, if you're, you know if your teammates, if they get a kill while they're empowered, you get more noble rounds. That'd be awesome if it did do that. Um, I, I never used them before, so...
0: I mean, I I get that, but I'm just like, yeah, but for each person, you'd have to shoot them for them to get... that. That's my hang-up, right? You'd have to shoot each individual person for them to get that damage buff. Like, I think it'd be much more useful... Like, somebody's saying it could replace a well. I'm like, well, if it's going to replace a well, then one bullet should do, like, an AoE effect, right? When that bullet pops, you know, popping being the key word there, gets everybody in a small radius, and everybody gets that
1: damage buff. The community insight for this is basically if you stand in the Rift it creates the Noble Seekers every five seconds and then they will seek out the allies within 35 meters and apply the buff. So if uh, each time a Noble Seeker applies a buff the Rift duration is extended by five seconds. So if you're staying in the Rift and you're constantly sending out the Noble Rounds you're constantly getting more of the Noble Seekers while you're just standing there every five seconds. As long as it actually seeks out an ally and hits them, you could just stay in that rift long-term and just send out those buffs.
0: So the rift is sending out its own little buff to your teammates while you're shooting your teammates with your Lumina to give them buffs. And so you got, you can, you got all these buffs flying around yeah. for
1: your team. Yeah, okay. it's, it, is it, it, I have used it a couple of times, and it is crazy if you can get the right position to help support your team it's a really good one
2: where it, where it shines is in like 3v3 modes like trials and comp where yeah you basically set up with your um lumina warlock and you uh you basically dig into a spot and it's really hard to get you out of there and if your opponents don't get you out of there fast enough you've built up this like like you've accumulated all these different damage bonuses with Ooh. you know Having all the noble rounds and it makes it very very easy for you to just roll over your opponents at that point
1: point. and if you think now with strand i haven't used it with strand and you you then build into like the seekers and the threadlings and everything else uh, yeah that's that's going to be crazy
0: you'd have to break mm-hmm. down how to do that but not now um apparently when noble says boots got no specifically because of trials so there's that yeah yeah now a sword that I really looked forward to having, and then I got it, and I'm like, man, I thought this was going to be phenomenal for Invis Hunters, and it was not. I am talking about the Heart Shadow. The Heart Shadow wasn't quite hitting the fantasy we wanted it to, so we've made it easier to exploit the exotic perks. Damage Increase now activates quicker while invisible after one-fourth of a second instead of one second, so that might make it better, Okay. And Heart Shadow now weakens upon dealing any damage while the damage increases active. Okay, cool. So I don't have to hit them with the silly little Orbs in order to get the damage. I like that. So these changes might give it the usability that I was hoping it would have initially for Invis-type hunters. So we'll see. Have high hopes, but we'll see. Um, we love Worldline Zero's performance. Do we, though? I mean, it's kind of a cool gun, but do we really? Gun? Gun? Gun. And with all the attention we've been giving swords, we wanted to spend some time really differentiating it from a certain perk on glowing sword dares. The sprinting heavy attack can now be chained into itself once. Sword guard energy cost from each sprinting heavy attack is reduced from 100 percent to fifty percent and increased damage from an individual sprinting heavy attack by eight point3 percent. So a little DPS upgrade there and for all of you psychotic Actium war war rig. Wearing sweet business, freaking wielding, freaking just parody. No, he's not just parody. I know others too. Parody is the most prevalent, but he's not the only one. It's just parody. Are you guys out there that think that just because you think you're an AC-130 means you are, there is a buff coming your way. Sweet business is not only a wall of bullets. Sweet business is now a wall of. Experience.
1: Explosive bullets. What <laughs> do I mean by that? Not fully explosive bullets. They still need <laughs> the the little person to put one in every 20 shots. <laughs> little person. You have a little person on your back filling it up, don't you?
0: <laughs> do you? Okay, yeah. I missed that. Uh, sweet Business. Yeah, see, T-Rex is one of those degenerates. Uh, sweet Business' performance is a lot of fun. But we felt it could really we felt we could really plus its fun factor up and strength by adding some EXPLOSIONS! I, f- I feel like we're in Borderlands now. This is absolutely a Borderlands gun. Um, now fires explosive rounds every 20 shots, Uh, even fewer if it's fully spun up. So, yeah. I think this might actually be a very viable dps weapon outside of pvp right just like you got a yellow bar you got a boss whatever you run out of heavy this might be a very good backup for dps i'm thinking
2: it's great i used to use it in pve um this season actually in defined battlegrounds it does great with Actium War rig it you just you just never have to really let go of the trigger and then you you walk over green brick automatically reloads all the way to full so you're gonna be able to stay spun up and now with all these explosive rounds, you're going to be doing a little bit of AOE damage and, and PvP, you're going to be flinching like crazy.
1: True. Now, yeah. is it going to be a Firefly explosion or is it going to be a Dragonfly explosion? No, it no, it's not. just it explosive might not be rounds. Any. It might just be a grenade explosion. Oh, yeah, so, like, explosive rounds. Are, are,
0: <laughs>
2: it's it's going to deal body shot damage. So, like, the same explosive rounds you'd find on, like, any hand cannon or scout rifle or something like that.
0: Uh, No. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Legend of Aqueus, everybody's favorite shotgun that we all absolutely use for every boss DPS phase. It's extremely hard, dealing some of the highest damage per shot in the game. But its ammo reserves run out fairly quickly, and by fairly quickly we mean, you know, immediately. And this is if you don't take nine years to reload the daggum thing, right? Uh, and you have to be right on top of enemies to use it. We've relaxed both of these constraints. We have now increased the total ammo from 12 to 16, and we've increased the maximum projectile distance from 9 meters to 12 meters. Cool. Can you do something about the reload speed? Asking this for is, a friend.
2: This is like a hunter's shotgun. See, so you just dodge to reload, right? Like I wouldn't, or, I would never use this on like a warlock lumina, or a titan.
1: Like lumina boots, lumina. Back lumina, in the day when the barricades did the reload, you yeah. could easily use it on a titan. What's
0: what's yeah, the that's one boots? The the ones that reload faster.
2: Luna uh, transversive.
0: No 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 no.
2: Luna faction.
0: Luna faction. Thank you. Luna faction boots. Maybe right in a well. Maybe maybe. Um. Anyway, so Tommy's matchbook. When I was forced to play Titan, this was my go-to gun. Once I figured out that Titans were unkillable while standing in a sunspot, boom! Tommy's matchbook. It's all about <laughs> burning yourself. We've updated it to let you burn others as well. Catalyst updated while overheated, sustained fire scorches your target. Every five shots applies fourteen plus seven with the embers of ashes fragment. Scorch stacks. So twenty-five shots on a target. I don't know who's going to still be alive after twenty-five shots, but that's going to be a date fun.
1: Date, that's definitely you know? going to be a fun one to use with your um, lowly splendor, isn't it?
0: Well, I mean, Lily Splendor doesn't give you as much healing as it did before. No, but it gives so you. Seconds. I wonder
1: if the Tommy's matchbook can actually kill you. No, no, they, it never kills you. It never kills you. It'll take you down to red bar health, but it will never kill you. Even now, you can just use oh, it. And...
0: Yeah, you're right. You're
2: right. You're, what right, do you you're mean? right. Like you won't. It it won't do it because you run
1: out of ammo. Or... No, it just won't do it. It won't do it. it
0: it'll, it'll take you down to it. one health, but it'll never kill you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I keep... it's a bit like Touch of Malice, but Touch of Malice, as I remember in Destiny One, did kill you in destiny 2 it kills you too oh there you
2: go <laughs> in, in, in pvp if someone looks your direction you're dead though
0: oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. this is not a PV, pvp gun oh, i is. mean although oh, although i is. do see some people using it in there unironically
1: but they're psychopaths so I, I know we, we, we were just talking about sweet business but i going back and i know we just glossed over it, the explosive payloads but the the explosive payload, it says it splits the damage, like 50% of the damage, into the explosive damage portion that has no damage fall-off. And there 30% exactly. increased damage in PvE. Mm-hmm. And 15% body shot damage is increased in PvE. Um, and the total damage remains the same in PvP. So, sweet business with explosive payloads. It's going to be a monster. Yeah, It is. It, it's going to be good. It, it, but it's going to be
2: Getting those really long range shots are not easy.
1: No, but uh, I'm sorry. Is, this is the sweet
0: business. You don't need to get long range shots. You no, just aim in a general direction. Yeah, once it's spun up, S- and you're getting sometimes, you,
2: some, sometimes you got to get your man. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: you
2: gotta I got to chase somebody. I'm
0: gonna I'm I mean, definitely you get gonna the man. You get the man to the left. Get the man to the right. Get the man yeah. behind him. Get the man behind that guy. You know, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> No Time to Explain's drone would not work against Barrier Champion shields, but it had anti-barrier effect. We fixed it. Oh, good. We also made the drone work with the Feeding Frenzy perk. Updated drone to work with anti-barrier will break Barrier Champion shields and overpenetrate combatant shields, as well as updating the drone to work with Feeding Frenzy from the NTTE Catalyst. Uh, this also, re- NTTE beating No Time to Explain. This also resolved an issue where the feedback for Feeding Frenzy would always play when the player spawned, and then never again. <laughs> Weird bug. Uh, just shoot freedom seeds everywhere. I love it. That's the only thing I can agree with you, T-Rex. Um, Skyburner's Oath. Cool. Solar 3.0 pass turned it to, turned out to be too conservative. So we brought it up to be more competitive with our with other scorching options. Nice. I love how just one one shot gives scorch stacks for the for the sky burner. You know what I mean? Other guns you have to like kinda of build that up or whatever, but the first shot from a skyburner will scorch a target. And I think that's really cool. Because for that a lot of great. hunter builds, you have to hit a scorch target for it to refund a, a knife or a dodge or whatever, right? Um, so, considering how you just shoot them with one bullet and they're scorched, that's kind of a big deal for a lot of bullets. Doesn't
2: doesn't the weighted throwing knife automatically ignite scorched targets?
0: It does? <laughs> so just one
2: point. shot, one shot from Skyburners, and then headshot yeah. with the uh, knife igni- mm-hmm. ignition. And since it's interesting,
0: I totally didn't use that in the um, in the first Grandmaster this season. Whenever it was, you know. The cabal. I de- definitely did not use that strat at all. It's,
2: we believe it's, you.
0: No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Here we go. Skyburner's increased squad tax from three to five, and from five to ten with the embers of ashes fragment. Cool. Salvation's grip performance and utility is entertaining and sustain. Little stroke. Excuse me. Salvation's grips performance. God damn it! I'm p- I'm taking out the night team now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Salvation's grips performance and utility is entertaining and situationally useful, but as a heavy weapon, yes, a heavy weapon. It's broke, buddy. You broke it. Can't fix it.
3: <laughs> um,
0: he broke a, a ramp in half. Uh, okay, as a heavy weapon. It really needs to do some damage without compromising on its identity. Yes, some damage. Any damage! Sorry, any (laughs) what? Any identity, too. Any any damage. Any whatever. Just uh, without compromising on its identity. We built its functionality using bowling as an inspiration. Just a heavy weapon that did no damage. I thought Bungie was insane. I still do, but for different reasons. Um, We've now reworked it into two firing modes. A charged shot that creates a pattern of stasis crystals where the number of crystals is no longer dependent on the charge time. And an uncharged shot that is a normal grenade launcher shot, which does more damage to stasis crystals and frozen targets. Cool. So it also does more damage to the targets themselves if they're frozen. Now, um... They So, like, you You would hold it down for, like, maybe a half a second to fire the crystal and then tap it to fire the grenade. That's going to be a weird playstyle, but whatever. If it, does, if it does enough damage, I'll learn how to do that playstyle. They also added a new perk that reloads the magazine from reserves when you quickly shatter at least three crystals with the uncharged dot. Now, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second.
3: So I'm this is
0: waiting. hold on. So charge shot creates a pattern of stasis crystals. So is this going to be like an octagon? Like what? I think so. Yeah,
1: it, it kind of does that now, doesn't it? Because
0: before, no, before it shot like the one large crystal, didn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah. It, like currently, right now, if you shoot it, you get one big crystal. I think.
2: Right. You can hide inside
0: of it
3: Somebody
2: if you crouch and if you shoot it at your feet. You can hide inside of it.
0: Well, you could also use it to glitch through doors to get out of map stuff, but... Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, so if it, if it makes multiple crystals when it's shot, and then you just pop the ones that you made, I mean, there you go, you reloaded your ammo for reserves. Cool. Uh, Bad Juju, here we go, we got a Bad Juju update. It's always been hard to control, it turns out it's because originally set up to use auto-rifle recoil, Yay! Uh, But being that it's a pulse rifle, probably not the best way to do that. So, what they've done is they've fixed it so that it uses pulse rifle recoil instead of auto rifle recoil. The recoil pattern should now be similar to other pulse rifles, meaning probably more vertical, less all over the place. Fighting Lion. This gun was a monster this season, and I loved it. For those of you that don't know and you're about to miss out, the Fighting Lion does like 80 times the damage it's supposed to. And I don't actually think I'm exaggerating, right? So for Red Bars and one particular boss, it would do hundreds of thousands of damage with the one shot.
2: Who's the boss?
0: It is at the end of the new strike. It's the big uh, Hydra.
2: Oh, yeah. Hy- hypercurrent
0: okay. yes yes because the hydra is classified as a vehicle and the fighting line does extra damage to vehicles and red bar enemies so um yeah it was doing ridiculous damage <laughs> but now they fixed it or they will be fixing it come tuesday uh No, no it says it's currently fixed. Oh, my bad. So, fix an issue that was causing this weapon to do more damage than intended to Red Bar combatants and one particular Nightfall boss. Thunderlord has surged in popularity with the release of its Catalyst and the Season 20 Machine Gun buff, it, but it shipped with a bug that allowed lightning strikes at a higher frequency than intended against Divinity Bubbles? No! They're nerfing it! We've addressed that. Note that regular crits are not affected by the change. You! Biscuits!
2: I didn't hear anything about this until now.
0: Yeah, I didn't either. Fixed an issue resulting in hits against Divinity Bubble counting as two crits instead of one. So, less lightning hits, less crit hits, meaning less RON damage, meaning this is no longer viable in RON. Son of a biscuit.
2: I mean, you're only missing out on, I mean, how Uh. many... How many crit that? half your damage?
0: Half your damage. Is it is it
2: really half? Is it really half? Yeah, that was, was only like, the lightning strikes.
0: No, it's also crit hits. I counted as two crit hits. So
2: Oh. Yeah. oh hits, specifically with divinity bubble. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, fix an issue resulting Yeah, yeah, yada. Yeah. Winter Bites initial version included an exploitable damage bug which is fixed here. You said that last season. I'm holding my breath on this one. The C- the impact damage has been removed and redistributed to the detonation damage. The self damage scaling has been tuned to account for the increased damage of the detonation. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> and now for perks, Night Demon. I think can take over from here.
1: Uh, I don't want to. Okay. I'll do okay.
2: it.
1: I'll do it. I'll do it.
0: Okay. Ben. <laughs>
2: Fra- fragile focus is fairly potent, but the perk deactivator was very unforgiving. Bonus lasts until shield pop returns when shield regenerates to percent Okay, so uh, what does fragile focus do right now? That's the one where you land precision hits to do increased. You precision do more damage, damage right?
0: until you get hit. No, no, you you do extra damage until you get hit.
2: Oh, Once oh, you that, get hit, okay. The buff goes away. That's right. Okay. All right, Thresh, Demolitionists, and Pugilists have always granted increased energy on shotgun, fusion rifle, and sniper rifle kills, but Glaive's missed out on the bonus until now. Grants increased energy to Glaive projectile kills, same as shotguns, fusion rifles, and sniper rifles. That's great. So, Kelgarath's, Judgment of Kelgarath is going to get, this is a pretty good buff for Judgment of Kelgarath uh reconstruction has been simplified under the hood so that we can place the perk on more weapons without exceeding bunge perk budgets this results in a slight change to the timing of the perk where initial timer and the cooldown timer between reloads have been unified base perk four seconds enhanced perk 3.5 seconds nice shoot to loot is already situationally useful but we've been looking for a good way to allow players to interact with orbs of power at a distance, and this was an obvious option. Updated the perk, updated to pick up orbs of power, awesome. Currently, this only works on direct hits. The ability for the orbs to be picked up with the weapon detonations will be added in a future patch. Very nice. I'm trying to
0: thing, is there any rocket launchers we shoot salute loot or grenade launchers?
1: <laughs> Why would you use a rocket launcher to shoot to loot?
0: Because, think about it, you use a oh. rocket launcher or a grenade launcher to kill a whole group of red bars. I would right? only take
1: it if it's on and that tomorrow.
0: And then as they die, the explosion picks up all the orbs and feeds them right to you. <laughs> hmm.
2: That that would be nice.
0: That would be awesome. Now, the future. We're in the process of redesigning how Zoom interacts with the damage wall which, which what I went that...
1: Eh, I've already said that, haven't I? Well, there you go. I did because that yep. was on the uh, massive breakdown podcast, I believe.
2: No, I, yeah, this was. I yeah, read you it. read this one. Read this one at the top.
1: Yeah, th- this was on the firing range podcast that had Mercules on there. So interesting. It is well,
0: interesting. Well, now that we are two hours into the show, I suppose we might as well talk about this week at Bungie. Do we have to or? I mean, you know, Weapon Sandbox Tuning, Ability Tuning. oh we just got updates. We can definitely skip that one. Okay. Three new Outstranding Aspects, Hunter Thread Inspector. Oh, you know what? Asacross didn't test the Hunter Strand ability. That's super. I'm pretty sure that's still King for damage, but he didn't test it. Okay. Damn it.
1: Did he um, just forget? I, I, I don't know, maybe. So this week at Bungie for the 18th of May, like five days away. And today we're only like three days away from the new season. So we're saying goodbye to season of defiance. Well, I'm not. Because. Why are you doosing now? You're not going. Be- because I'm saying bye. I'm already done with the season, dude. I'm not. I've got, I've got so much more to do. I've still got like about 18 challenges to do. Oh to no. Dust. I'm, I'm- <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like game stuff. I've, I'm Guardian gamed out. I, uh-huh. I like all the stuff from that. That's I'm quite Speaking happy. Of
0: Guardian games, what yeah.
1: about the bet? How do we what find do? out? We've got. To, I told you. I said this is a bet that is reliant on Bungie telling us at the mm-hmm. end of the season. Okay. If they don't tell us, th- they can't be a winner. So there's now, no like, like, like convoluted website that tells you. This information or anything we just have to wait for Bungie. You, really really you want me to go and find a convoluted website and give you the stats to say that I won and if I do that you'll go I'm not taking that he wants you to dig into the code um, I'm not uh, I'm not what What? what I just want to know who won dude well, I, could always come, I could always come up with a compromise then well I, I don't want you to come up with anything I want to know the numbers if Bungie <laughs> do not tell us who was the most prevalent prevalent, uh, prevalent? yeah that's the prevalent? word Prevalent class in the PvP side of the Guardian Games, like in Supremacy, which you know, Titans, Warlocks, or Hunters, whichever ones came out on the top. Mm -hmm. If they don't tell us that, what about we just each one of us get to delete one thing from each other's? I was already thinking of that last. I knew you were thinking that. Yeah, and I didn't. I I want to get rid of those damn things that you. I know you do, but one thing each,
0: just one thing, one thing. And you have to be honest as to what thing is the most important to you. Just like
1: No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you anything. You gotta be. No. You gotta be. You, you gotta, just... You I, no, I told you, you get can't Blanche on my, my vault. You can... You, or, or, literally, on anything on my character, you can just delete anything. And I will take that, just the one thing, though. You get to choose. Does that I, include
0: a character? Can I delete a character?
1: No. Because <laughs> yeah, you know I'll you. delete your hunter in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me take off all the gear first. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just goes. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. What well, one thing if they if they don't tell us, you know, I'm going to be hassling them on on <laughs> on the on the twitters and everything. Now, please tell us. Please tell us. Please tell us that the Titans won.
0: Oh yeah, and and this is going to be live streamed, and I want to have the chat. Like you know, give feedback too. You know. Like, no, 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 he's lying to you. He he really, really, really loves the raisins. Get rid of the raisins. No, it's the toothbrush, man.
1: He covets the toothbrush. It's the the celery. It's the celery. The celery. (laughs) The celery and raisins aren't there anymore, are they? I have no idea. I deleted that years
0: ago.
2: Don't make me delete my finest matter weave.
0: No. (laughs) One at a time. (laughs) (laughs) What are these
2: enhancement cores?
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) I can't help but see that stack of 10 golf balls right there. <laughs> you don't really need that stack. No, do you? no, no. no. Um, but okay. So we got, what do we have? What yeah. do we have?
1: Well, last week, and we've talked about it this week again, season 21 armor. So update. then we can skip it. Cool. And we, we went over the weapons. They, mm-hmm. They've they talked about the second week of guardian games. Uh, we already know that the Titans have won overall in the guardian games. Respawn knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. Oh yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, it was no, it was no surprise. Uh, I was yeah. hoping Warlocks would win. I really was hoping
0: Warlocks would win, just so like everybody could freak out about the whole conspiracy thing when Bungie screwed
1: up and declared them the winners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we and we kind of talked about the adverse storefront getting an update that was last week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they teased the new dungeon last week, but <sighs> for this week, did they? Oh yeah, the 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 the. Uh, the- yeah, yeah, Titan for Titan. Yeah, well, for this week, they're going to go over all the major changes coming in season twenty-one. So we'll have a brief look at that. We're going to look at the new strand aspects for all three classes. Uh, seasonal artifact—they say it's an in-depth preview, but it's—it just—it just tells you what the the seasonal artifact is. It doesn't show you what it is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a note from the engineering team. There's an update to the standings of the Guardian Games and the Guardian Games Cup. Uh, introducing Asian at Bungie and the new Twitch Bounty Emblem. So the economy, uh, don't forget, next season Rahul's exotic engram focusing goes live, so you can decrypt or focus exotic engrams with tier 1 and tier 2 options. Now, uh, as we discussed, you do need to own the expansion and previously have acquired said exotic to then re-roll it to get the roles that you want on it so there are a few caveats to but this. i thought they said if you don't have it
0: you can craft it but it just costs way more materials to
1: craft it initially for that first role no no i think you actually have to own or have it had head drop because otherwise that would negate you going and doing a loss sector to go yeah. and get yeah that was <laughs> the idea no that's not the idea. No, no. The idea is to to get a role that is suitable for the build that you want to put together.
0: Well, no, I'm I'm saying that that's the idea because not everybody can do those lost sectors. You know what I'm saying? So would there were, way for somebody to get a new piece of armor? Would well,
1: of yeah,
2: Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say they added more. They added, what, what's that one uh, activity on Neomona where you can get exotics that you haven't had previously acquired?
1: Uh, okay. Term-
2: terminal overload or something. Yeah. yeah. And they the also encourage on one of those
1: away, They're taking away some of the pinnacle rewards for next season because they know that more people will be closer to the pinnacle power. So it will be an exotic drop instead, basically. And if the exotic drops work the same way that they do now, that if you're missing an exotic and you go to Rahul and it's just, just standard decrypt it without having to pay out for it, it should give you an exotic that you don't currently have on a knockout system. Once you've got the exotics that you want, you can then use the exotic engrams that you get dropped, saved, and then use those to decrypt into a better role of said exotic, if that's the way you want to kind of do it.
2: This hurts me, the, the, the changes to the pinnacles, this hurts me because I really only focus on playing just Crucible, so yeah. I don't do pinnacles. So I'm, I'm currently at like 1821 like, I can't even go into a Lost Sector and do it comfortably right now. So just, <laughs> I really needed to do my Pinnacles, but I just didn't do it.
1: What, what's your power level without your Artifact? Mm, I think
2: 1807.
1: That's not too far off for then, because you've got then another three months to then get to 1810, and then your Artifact on top of that. So next season, you'll have more of a chance to kind of do that. But yeah, I I do get you because there are a lot of players like that. And I think I was saying to Noble this week and I was saying to Blue Screen that I've struggled this season because we've had a new expansion and a season and it's been so quick with the way... I I know it's three months and I know Noble was saying that he wants kind of the next season to come because he's bored of this season. But there's Mm -hmm. been so much stuff for me to do challenge-wise, because I like to make sure that I get all the challenges done. I like to get all the the triumphs that I can possibly get done. The, there's more stuff that I would like to get done, but I've kind of taken like the foot off the gas, basically, with how much I can kind of get done. I mean, I know this weekend is crunch time for trying to get the challenges done, and I probably won't get my large pile of Bright Dust, and this would be the first time that I so don't. Just give up. Just give up. <laughs> yeah. Just give up. Just give There's just been so much to do, and if you're kind of, if you are like you, like you just like playing PvP, you are kind of stuck with, you can only go so far with your pinnacles each season, and you can't really do too much. I mean, there's a challenge that says that you basically have to complete the raid. I've done one of the nodes on there to say that I've done a bit of Bro, you need a raid? I got you, bro. Let me know. I know I know. if, if I wanted to, I, I could do it, but then it, it's setting the time.
0: I, I'm and... not talking to you, I'm talking to him. I'm, not,
1: okay, I'm never okay, taking yeah. you into a raid
0: again. Hell
2: no. I've never done a D2 raid. Well, there, there you,
0: you go. go. Raid? Yes, raid, didn't we?
1: Yep. But yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to kind of hitting the pinnacle power this season to then focus on just doing the stuff that I actually like enjoying. Because I think next season, we haven't got like... There's not a, an upgrade system at the helm to do for the seasonal activities. It's just not going to be there. So what's going to be the replacement for this season coming up? Wait,
2: you're, you're telling me that Drifter isn't going to drag a giant fish tank into one of the side
1: rooms on the helm? He could possibly still do that. But I'm saying that there's no, at the moment, like when you go to the helm, you have to upgrade your war table. There's not, that's not going to be a thing next season.
2: So oh, I was really hoping for like a giant fish tank or something.
1: There could be other stuff to do, but it's just, <laughs> uh, uh, there's definitely going to be challenges of making sure that you get the story done each week, which I know now that I've got like time to go and do that each week, rather than trying to rush to get to pinnacle power or get through the lightful campaign on all three characters. That was another kind of sticking point. So it was like, I haven't been able to. Enjoy the game for what I like to enjoy the game. I mean, I have for I did like for the Iron Banners, I kind of put that aside of like, I'm going to play Iron Banner. I really like my Iron Banner. I'm going to play each week as much as I can. So I neglected like story and progressing through like the campaign and stuff. So that I was kind of done that. But yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from and I kind of get where Noble's coming from that that he wants the next new thing, but he doesn't want the same as the past couple of seasons where it's go to the pirate ship and shoot the lads, go to the Ascendant Realm and shoot the lads. He wants something different. And we might possibly get that next season or the season after because we've kind of got... Bungie have had that feedback from us for you know the last year of saying we don't want to kind of just keep going around on the same treadmill of go to the helm, upgrade the helm node, then go and do something else and do the story for six weeks. And then it's like the seasonal stuff. Then it's kind of the the activity that we then tie to like challenges. It's like they've got to mm-hmm. re, they've got to reinvent the game or iterate on what we've kind of currently got in the game. Like we said a, a couple of weeks back, respawn, we Crimson Days was amazing. Uh, it, it, Supremacy has shown that bringing a game mode back for a specific event has possibly re incentivized PvP players to play and non PvP players to play a game mode that isn't normally there. I think that's the same with Iron Banner. Because it's not normally there, it's a game mode where you can go in and play it for that week, and it's enjoyable. I'm not sure how Supremacy has kind of stacked up against that for three weeks. I've still enjoyed it every week that it's been there. Knowing that it's now going is a bit sad, but I'd like to see more kind of things like Crimson Days, Supremacy, um, even Trial Racing League. If they could bring it in, yeah. But you know what I mean. It's
0: just something. Well, not even sparrow racing league, but going back to what we had earlier, right? The the raids, you know, raids coming back. Yeah. Bro, bring back the the raid that had the. I mean, it wasn't sparrow racing league, but you better go fast or the giant sun's going to eat you, right? <laughs> I love yeah. that raid, man, and it's it's a thirty minute raid, dude, and, and 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 yeah, you got an aspect of racing in there where you you you
1: better go fast on your sparrow or you're going to die, you know. So, what? but the problem is, I think they'd have to kind of tweak that because we've now used the Elixirne Quarter as their kind of base of operations where they now are. But then I'd like to see that, like I said, when they were talking about bringing the Kingsfall back, maybe incorporate the way that they originally envisaged Kingsfall to be the Crota raid and then that fed into Kingsfall. And it was this huge raid. I think that would have been amazing. I mean, if they'd have gone back to the point where you could like we we did before where we had save points on the different um the rates i think that would have been really cool like if you got past the crota bit at the beginning of the week you could then load up into the the king's fall part of it but you know they're just going to do what they want to do mm-hmm.
2: yeah from a design standpoint like that would be a really really cool idea to like combine what is essentially a dungeon in what crota's end is like to add it onto to king's fall but like lore wise it doesn't really make sense like and that might be like the reason why they don't do something like that you -hmm. know because crow is on the moon his ascendant realm is essentially the portals on the moon and then oryx's dreadnought is like you have to like turn yourself inside out to get into the ascendant realm like (laughs) like, yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much.
1: It, it could have been a way that you know, once we've taken down Quota, we get teleported or transported to the dreadnought, and then we continue the journey from there. There could have absolutely. been absolutely, yeah, could have been. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, um, like if you, I mean, they could like. So you know how at the end of the campaign mode, and um, when you're going for strand or whatever, right? There's that one part where. Uh, where you're trapped, and um, the Empress Kaitel has to free you, yeah. and then you jump on the sparrow to race to the end. To that, yeah. right? Like, like, just can we have something like that, but just way longer? You know? I, mean, I think
1: just, I think they keep teasing uh, it, don't they? Of like, oh, we yeah. could the game, we could incorporate this in the game, but yeah, yeah. Where's the horde mode? I mean, like the truly
2: never-ending horde mode.
0: See, that'd be fun. But I'm more talking about sparrow racing. Than anything, yeah. else, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, shooting things is fun too, but also getting on the sparrow, hitting that throttle, and praying to God you don't get shot enough for that thing to blow up. I think it's very fun, you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you happen to have a sparrow that not a lot of enemies shoot at and also happens to be the fastest one in the game, well, then you know, it's even better. That's all I'm saying. No, no one
2: has that sparrow.
0: Which is why that raid I was previously talking about should come back, so people can get that spare.
1: <laughs> so, also with the economy updates, we have uh, weapon deep sight activation, so there's a new currency called deep sight harmonizer, and there's oh changes God, to the crafting costs, so legendary shards are no longer a requirement.
0: Oh, yay! Okay, oh wait,
1: how, do you, how do you get that currency, though? You probably the, have to dismantle weapons, right? Uh, the Deep Sight Harmonizer is the ones that you can only get from the reward track. So I believe you get three on the non-paid and three on the paid track. So you get five total. So you, you get six, six I think. Okay.
0: So, so if you, you, could, better, you, better, you better get that one weapon you want to customize.
2: Well, I, then, I think it's um, it's two per... You use two Harmonizers per non-raid weapon, and then if it's a raid weapon, it's five Harmonizers.
1: Yeah, there. It was. I think it was. Yeah, it was two. It was, wasn't it two harmonizers and raid tokens to get that weapon? But yeah, it's and there were were also requirements for like you couldn't purchase it from the like the raid chests. You couldn't. Yeah. It, had, it, yeah, it dropped in the raid that wasn't a red border for you to then apply that to the to become a red border to then unapply it so that you then generate the the pattern for it. There's a lot of um, constraints and caveats to it. If you start afresh and you get the weapons to drop, say you're looking for like the Ikelos set, you will only be able to do one of these weapons if you've got no red borders on that weapon from like the start of season 21. So you'll be able to only do one weapon per season with one like uh, a harmonizer left over for the the next season. But it is something. It's definitely a beta thing that Bungie are testing to see. Well, yeah. I'm
0: I'm missing something because I'm I'm recrafting weapons all the gosh damn time. That sounds like the worst possible thing for me, unless this you is, only use those in certain circumstances.
2: Yeah, this is like for me. If I had four out of five patterns for yeah. like an Ikelos SMG, and I was like, wow, I really want to craft an Ikelos, but I don't have it. Um, oh look, I I actually had an Ikelos drop for me today when I was doing the the moon patrols. Um, so I can uh, next season I'll be able to apply a harmonizer and get that final pattern so I can craft my Achilles.
1: Exactly. So yeah, any of the weapons you kind of got in your vault it's now that are ones off. that could potentially be a red border, you could then apply the harmonizers to next season and then turn them into a red border to then recover the pattern from.
0: Basically. Oh, so it just makes yeah. the weapon a red border?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, and it oh. can't have it can't be previously have been a red border.
0: No. I see. That's of no. my confusion was. I thought, I thought, man, I thought like you had to use these things to craft weapons as a currency instead of instead of legendary shards next season. I, I'm no. oh, I'm cracking now. So it, it lets Oof. you cheat. Basically, it's like you know, holy crap, I've got four of these. I need a fifth.
1: Yes. Well, not. Yeah. Fifth. You you okay. get the drop, but they're not red border drops anymore. They just yeah, will. Yeah. yeah. The and cost is take- high. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: So bored. We've been over the weapon sandbox tuning. Um, The ability tuning we went over a couple of weeks back. So there's lots of buffs to the supers on PVE and the more fragment slots for several aspects. Improved melee for Strand as well as a lower cooldown for Grapple. A few buffs to Stasis and a long... I can't wait for that.
0: Anybody else have melee based builds for, for Strand and you can't wait for them to... I'm sorry. Let me start over. when you shoot the strand, when you shoot it out the first time and you have to wait 9.4 years to be able to shoot it again, that's so aggravating, you know? And if you're trying to live your best Tarzan life, that's going to kill you, you know? Yeah. So when they remove that, that's going to be one of the best days from one of my best builds.
2: I'm actually going to have to do my strand meditations. That's another thing I have not done. I have not. I've unlocked strand I have not used that at all. Get your fish bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to grind because this, uh, these new, uh, aspects coming out are going to be nice and tasty.
1: They are. And um, we'll show us in a second, but Mm -hmm. it is working for me at the moment of playing on my warlock, getting the strand bucks. And as long as I don't complete the warlock, like nodes of aspects and fragments, I can keep generating the fish bucks to then put into my hunter so that I then don't have to take my hunter onto like near Muna and generate the fish bucks. I can just get the warlock to feed the fish bucks to the hunter. So that's and what I'm no, at the moment. There's no
2: limit uh, of the amount you can hold.
1: I think, it, no, I think it went up to a thousand fish bucks. Oh, well, maybe, maybe it was, it was, it was something at the time and I was trying to remember this week, but rather than getting to the cap, I was just taking them and spending them so that I didn't have to worry about it. But I I vaguely remember at the start of the season, there was a lot of complaints that there was a cap on the fish box, but I can't remember off the top of my head. The fish box.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's what they are. That's what they are. True. So, so what, what, what he's trying to explain to you guys out there that haven't quite finished all your strand yet is like, you get buy all the strand that you know, you're going to be using But leave one of the strand aspects that you know you're never going to use. Just don't buy it, right? And as long as you don't buy it, you'll keep getting dropped the fish bucks. As soon as you buy it, that character will no longer be able to generate fish bucks. So just don't buy the last one that you know you're never going to use. Keep getting that money. Keep getting that money!
2: Keep collecting those puka pesos.
1: Who I like that. Is better. Fishbox, yeah. <laughs> is better. So they're also introducing several quality of life updates in season 21 and here's a list of them with further details available in the May 4th 12. So there's going to be new Vanguard bounties which we've already gone over which basically means that you can complete them anywhere rather than just kind of going to a strike or a nightfall but they'll just take longer to do. So there's a lot of changes to that. Finest matter weave and rainmakers can now be consumed to earn the associated material so, the Matter Weave are the ones that will give you Ascendant. Jar? No, course. Enhancement. Enhancement
2: course. Enhancement Course.
1: Enhancement course. course. And the Rainmakers will give you Glimmer, basically. Glimmer. Uh, the Good Boy Protocol will be coming back to the tower. And certain Tramps now boost raid exotic drop rates in The Last Wish, Deepstone Crypt, Vather Disciple, Vault of Glass, and King's Vault. They are all retroactive. So, if you've done mountains of these, and you are not doing these raids on a week that it is the featured raid. Because if it is the featured raid for that week, you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic, which, which is good. So it will just boost your, your like chances of getting said exotic. So that's good. Crucible updates. In addition to bringing the classic Meltdown PvP map into the rotation, they are making several changes and updates on how Trials of Osiris will work in Season 21. And their intention is to make it a more rewarding game mode without taking away the challenge. So the flawless pool is being replaced by the new practice pool and challenge pool. There's a new trials quest for new players. Some trials passages have been adjusted to provide a better experience, which basically means there are like your your trials passage that you can go down and pick up from St. 14 at the weekends. There is the the Mercy one now gives you like two mercies.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: As long as you don't go flawless, when you go flawless and then you pick up the mercy card again, it'll only give you the one mercy but before that you can just pick up the one that give you two mercies which is quite nice elimination is out and dominion is in and that will be the core mode for trials until further notice until people complain excessively i played last weekend trials of osiris because i needed to do my challenge of like win 20 rounds and initially i went in there with my titan build of you know i'm just going to do what i want to kind of do and I found out very quickly I needed to be like a bubble Titan with a wither horde. It, it, <laughs> it, it was that simple. It was like, as soon as I put on a wither horde and my auto rifle, we won. It, I don't understand why we're now moving trials to this kind of game mode rather than elimination, but Hey, I'm not in charge of this, but this is the way it's going to go. It's it going to move
2: be- the needle faster. Mm. Elimination—you get people who stand back, and just like we were talking about earlier with the uh, the warlocks with the bootsy assembler, they just dig into a spot and they post up, and then and then it's time to finally do something when the round's starting to close out. So dominion's going to make people like have to move towards zones, move to different areas in the map, like midtown. There's going to be like the three different zones. Yeah. um So it's just going to get it's going to get people to move around more. And be uh, like force them to engage each other and but not play I, so passively. Like
1: weapons like, like grenade launchers, like a Fighting Lion, possibly with a horde, are going to take a hit because they are going to be the dominant weapons. You're going to need like two or th- even all three of you running with a or frame wave grenade launchers in this game mode to kind oh, of. Those are nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice up to a point. But, yeah. It's... I don't... I, I think the Knights in general especially the heavy one. Now that we have a heavy waypoint grenade launcher, let's go. <laughs> so, also, gilding the seal has a new requirements, and there's plenty of information about that in the May 4th TWARP, in case you want to read more. But we did go over it quite, you know, in-depth, with one and I. Yeah, we did. Uh, the three new out-stranding aspects. So, just two weeks ago, they teased us, and this week... We get some videos in the toile, which Reese want to probably go over.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
1: So this looks good. Hunters get threaded Spectre, which is basically a decoy that you leave behind. And it is a decoy woven from strand matter that draws the attention of nearby combatants. Like when they say combatants, they mean like the, the Vex in the video, basically. Right. I'm yeah. not sure how much this is going to play out in Crucible. I mean it's going to ping the radar. Like it would uh, a guardian Ooh, does it the
2: radar though it does it does it does in right. addition to
1: something else as yes. well there as it. when you scope in it will give the nameplate of the the person that dropped the the threaded spectre as yeah. well so you might think that it is them kind of maybe being invisible or whatever <laughs> if you do shoot them <laughs> and you deal damage that releases threadlings that seek <laughs> out by foes.
0: Yeah, and then it, it, it does detonate. And when it detonates, obviously it's going to do damage, right? And kill adds. But if, if there's nothing around it, when it detonates, it releases threadlings. And they seek out
1: an attack in nearby votes. Yay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't wrong. Halo do this with Master Chief? <laughs> oh, no I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't either. I'm sure, it was in, I'm sure it was in Halo 3. He could send out a decoy that would just run out with its weapon. It looked like the actual player. Run this,
2: looks like, this looks like a Borderlands thing. I remember Borderlands 1 maybe having something like this.
0: No, no, no. I'm thinking Borderlands the prequel where Jack and his clones...
2: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Except his clones would, you know, kill you. Actually this one kills you too, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Titans, we get Flechette Storm, so while sliding, activating your charge melee to a leap into the air, Knocking nearby targets. Oh, away. that looks so devastating! While airborne, you activate your charge melee again to launch a cluster of damaging. I don't. I don't want guns. Titans
0: to have this. No, no, do no. You see, do you
2: see? Do you see the wave? Like the radius of the uppercut first. Yeah, like it's ah. it, that cover, that covers a pretty big angle.
0: And then you just sling it. Imagine if you're jumping off of an, a, a tall object, dude. You're just swinging until you hit the ground. Good lord!
2: What if you didn't use like the additional um, melee charges? Like, what if you didn't throw the f- the fletchets? If you just like held on to the extra melee charges and like you ramped to a warlock and just booped him off the edge?
0: I'm wondering. There's got to be a limit to this because it says that as long as you're falling, you get to sling these things out, right? But yeah. like. That's like a, oh my god that's like, just right here. He jumps up, he jumps <laughs> up in the air, and then just starts slinging for like for like four seconds. He's slinging out these projectiles, dude. That's which that's, part? That, that's which more part? than freaking warlocks do. Like what? Yeah,
2: but which, which part uses the melee charge? Is it the uppercut the part, or is it yeah? The
0: part. Well, the, the first part uses a portion of melee energy, and then when you activate it, yeah, it uses the rest.
2: And then Titans get three melee charges, and then even they made the change Hit that three. Yeah, that they made the change that uh, if you, the more melee charges you have, the faster your melee charge regenerates. So if you get just use the here. one, if you just use the one uppercut and then fling
1: someone away from you, and then clean them up with the weapon,
0: so you can do that nonsense three freaking times.
1: And what happened? back to back? If you pair these with the lion ramparts, which are the Titan exotic boots, which provide an additional aerial maneuverability and endurance and, and enables accurate hit fire when you're airborne, and it provides a larger benefit to airborne effectiveness stat. I don't weapons.
0: think that's going to do it, anything to that. Or, or, or,
2: and Taya's wards.
0: Yeah? Well, what about, so hold on, the Peregrine Greaves, is that arc only? Nah,
2: it's just shoulder charge. Yeah, it's the
0: shoulder charge. Oh, shoulder charge, so not melee? Okay. Yeah.
1: Anything, no, mean, uh,
0: anything that increases melee damage is going to make this ridiculous. Right. No,
1: I'm going with line Ramparts, because if you're in the air and you're hovering in there, you could potentially keep throwing out those things.
0: That's, yeah, mm. that's why I was asking, is there a limit to how many you can throw? Because I see this Titan stops when the enemies are gone, but I don't know if he stops because the enemies are gone or because he's run out of energy, right? But the, the flavor text on the ability says, as long as you're in the air, right? Mm-hmm. So if you do the whole rocket spam thing where you shoot the rocket in the air and you tether and you onto that rocket, can you do that all the way to the ground?
1: Well, no, because you, you have to... to do the slide lunge yeah.
0: first. Oh, fair enough. All right, so you would have to like slide lunge off the side of a building and <laughs> just all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could do that, yeah. No, there are some high points in in raids and whatnot where there's high ledges. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and just in regular parts of the game, just there there are ledges, there are high ledges, and you as a titan, you yeet yourself off that ledge and just for the next five minutes, just slinging these freaking things down to the ground. Get out of here.
1: And I do uh, I can't remember which podcast it was. It was either on firing range or the Destiny massive breakdowns that they said that these like the Titan one will only come uh, come in with one uh, fragment slot. So, uh, there is a trade-off for how good these are kind of coming in, and the, again, they will probably like revisit it if it isn't as you know devastating as we think it's going to be. That looks, <laughs> yeah, and the it world looks as devastating cool, As we girl. think it's
0: going to be, this is this is it's, in PVP. Imagine this this Titan just raining down on you. Yeah. With these and throwing knives super. that don't seem to end.
1: It's not even
0: know? a super. And, and it's not even a soup, Yo, I'm going to start my rant now. Hold on. What, give me a pen and paper. Hold on.
1: Whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, slow down. You have a literal decoy. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let my decoy stand still while you, while you rain down upon me with hate and discontent. You... Yeah, you okay. have
2: you have three you have two or three threadlings that are stacked on the top of each other with a gray trench coat on, pretending to be you.
0: Yes, again, they're on the ground, not moving, as you rain down upon me with hate and discontent. Which one of these two are better, bud? Right? My
2: fletched storm is gonna it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> um it's gonna target your decoy before it targets you.
0: You can aim it though. I'm watching him aim it.
2: I really wish they kept the HUD on. During this video,
0: right? Yeah, like but the warlocks. But even if you wonder. are aiming at it, it's going to take like what one or two shots, and then the rest of this firestorms coming after my ass. Get out of here, man!
1: Mm. But the warlocks. But, no, that's not the, the sound you need I'm to make. Warlocks. Until I can actually speak, warlocks. Warlocks. They're getting the wanderer. <laughs> Angles you throw, attached to enemies, and detonate into suspending bursts and threading, threading final blows create a tangle. So. This is great for warlocks, but it's boring. Didn't that already happen? Yeah, I think that was because it's an aspect that not not an aspect. It's uh, part of the, uh, uh, the artifact mod. Artifact mod. That's it. Yeah.
0: I'm confused because as a hunter, I can pick mine up and I can throw it, and it
1: detonates. That's because you're a hunter. The warlocks don't get this intrinsically n- until oh, now. Really?
3: Oh. hmm
1: But speaking of the artifact, the refundable artifact is almost here. Are you ready to wield your new NPA repulsor regulator? Huh? Huh? The hell did you say? The NPA. Oh,
0: the artifact. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, Uh, we'll, we'll we'll we get into that. Before we get into that, are they going to make it so that whenever we make our builds, right, so I have a strand build and it needs the strand artifacts, and I have a solar build that needs solar artifacts, and I, need, I have an, a void build that needs void artifacts, whenever we swap between our different builds that we're making, is it going to also change the artifact to give me the mods that I need for my build? Oh, no, because the artifact
1: is fantastic, no. but... Get out of here! You, can, you, you have to manually, manually do it at the moment. And next season, we should be able to refund one uh, from whichever column and then and change it around. So rather than having to like, do, the whole thing. do the whole thing and then go back through and try and remember what you clicked and what you hadn't clicked from the last one and what we are trying to do now, it's just like one for one, which, which, which is a lot better. So for column one, we have anti-barrier auto rifle,
0: unstoppable
1: nice. hand cannon, Damn it. overload scout rifle, overload nice. trace rifle nice and unstoppable glaives nice okay. awesome so for column two we have authorized mods arc void strand melee and technicolor siphon which is basically what we've got at the moment that it just reduces the armor costs of your arc weapon void weapon strand weapon your melee so. this is and Strand and arc Yes, so like we've got this season at the moment. I know, it
0: didn't reduce. It didn't reduce. Technicolor cycle grants access to helmet armor mods that
1: combine the effects of Strand and Arc. It doesn't reduce the cost. It does reduce the um, energy costs. And the Technicolor one is the one where it combines it. So at the moment, if you just put on the authorized mods, it's one energy instead of three. Mm. And then if you put the Technicolor one, it combines the Arc... And the say arc and strand into one mod, mod. that yep. you can put on your like your, your gauntlets and it will charge you three, but for one slot.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good trade off, I guess. Yeah, so
1: rather than kind of putting like one, two, three and taking up three slots, you can just buy one and it will give just charge you the cost of three. And you call them three uh, improved unraveling increases the amount of damage dealt by unraveling targets. Uh, deeper Origins greatly improves the benefit provided by unso- unsate- Unsated... Unsated... Mm-hmm. Unsalted. <laughs> unsated uh,
0: Hunger, Nanotech
1: trace surrounds Harmonic Resonance,
0: and Noble Deeds. Unsated Hunger is a new trait. We don't have that. At least not that I'm aware uh, of.
2: Yeah, it must be on the uh, the seasonal... Um, like the ritual... not the ritual, weapon. but the... Um, yeah, you know, what I'm trying, you know what I'm trying to say.
0: I got you. Uh, into the Breach um defeating a void debuff target creates a void breach while your void subclass is equipped what is the void breach is that like the well
2: uh yeah it's like the fire spray the ionic trace it's like the equivalent to like stasis crystal stuff like that
0: gotcha cool that'll be handy especially with that new sword not the new sword but the new sword changes um electric armor Stay amplified longer while your arc subclass is equipped. Yo, I think I'm doing... Remember, guys, the, the, the arc punchy, punchy, super punchy punch build of doom that I made for y'all, that I showed y'all how to build? That's going to be unbelievably useful this season.
2: Yeah, you, sh- you should have your amplified up 100% of the time with this, right?
0: Oh, my God, I hope so. I'm going <laughs> to be a deadly stripper pole-throwing hunter this season, I'm telling you. Um... What else do we have here? Uh, a thunderous retort grants bonus arc super damage if cast while critically wounded or while amplified. Oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> while amplified? Come on, dude. Last until the end of the super activation. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, get amplified, throw it to the stripper pole, game over. Right now, the stripper pole is doing like 600K, flat out, right? So freaking <laughs> go amplify and then chuck that bad boy. That might be one of the most powerful send it and forget it supers next season. Start star your scales,
2: or it's gonna,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's gonna bang hard.
0: Uh, for column three, we have improved unraveling. No, hold on, column four. My bad. Uh, strand soldier. Your strand weapons gain unraveling rounds whenever you gain woven mail while your strand subclass is equipped. Cool. I'm very often covered in woven mail. Uh, overcharged armory weapons with unsated hunger, nanotech traits, rounds, harmonic resonance, and noble deed traits are always overcharged weapons for you when that modifier is active. Nice. Protective breach. Picking up a void breach gives you an overshield or refreshes your existing overshield. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Gee, void void or arc? Super punchy or invis Hunter? Ooh, I can't decide. Um counter charge. Gain a stack of armor charge when you stun a champion. Okay. Amped up. Gain damage resistance while amplified. <laughs> We are hunters. Already have an inch uh, a perk that gives us increased resistance, right? If we get increased resistance on top of increased resistance while we're punching things to death, let's go. Liars handshake is going to be so broken. Oh my god! Yeah, one
3: hundred
0: percent. Card five: Conductive Cosmic Needle. That's a hell of a name. Targets affected by strand debuffs take increased damage from arc and void abilities. So you got the one guy that strings everybody up and the arc and void does more damage. That's that's kind of awesome. Nice. Shock and awe. Arc final blows while you're amplified. There's that word again. Summon a burst of lightning the damages of Jolt's targets.
2: <laughs> Thunderlord. Thunderlord at home.
0: Bro, I am a Thunderlord. I will be a walking punching Thunderlord. Let's Go! What it gets better? Supernova picking up a void breach causes your next source of void damage to create a large weakening pulse. That's dope. Squad goals performing a finisher while your amplified grants amplified to nearby allies when your arc subclass is equipped. Performing a finisher while you have woven mail grants woven mail to allies, and performing a finisher while you have devour grants devour? Like what? nice and lightning strikes twice after throwing an arc grenade gain increased grenade recharge for a short time arc final blows extend the duration of this benefit so you chuck a aid start punching and that grenade just keeps going
1: yeah yo what arc final blows, so you don't even need to punch anything you could just shoot people with arc and it keeps going. True! And if you've got armamentarium on, and you get two grenades, you could throw one, shoot somebody, throw another one, shoot somebody, throw another one, shoot somebody.
0: Just Do like... those grenades feed into each other? Because they are? of course, they will. Oh my god. <laughs> of course. That's... Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we, are nice. we are nerfing Yo, the titans. The fighting. smile on my face, if I had the webcam on right now, I'm just... Oh my god! And the arc I...
2: grenade... The Arc Grenade final blows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They extend the duration. That's crazy.
0: That is nuts. Freaking. Honestly, with uh,
2: pulse grenades on like a like a low-tier boss. That's gonna be that's gonna be pretty nasty, because then you just go fight ads. Well not even the that, grenade grenade pulse grenades on the are boss. good
0: too, but but pulse grenades got note. What's the what's the lightning bolt grenade? Storm grenades? I think so. Those are cool. Yeah, storm grenades and the one that's like my hunter void spike it just has like lightning hitting it periodically
2: mm-hmm. yeah. so mm. when we were talking about uh no backup plans earlier mm. um the what's the word like the 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 loop of gameplay with refreshing your overshield and getting shotgun kills and it increasing the damage of your shotgun so what i'm going to do is i'm going to throw a new ba- no backup plans grab my Bone Chiller, which is a Pinpoint Slug. I'm going to be able to do long-range body shots, even longer-range headshots. I'm going to throw my my Sentinel Shield, not my Sentinel Shield, but my, my Shield Throw, which is going to make them volatile and weakened, and I'm going to be able to make Void Breaches, Orbs of Light, and proc these Weakening explosions <laughs> and even more overshields. It's going to be 100% void overshield uptime with lo- spreading a lot of volatile and weakening to your opponents. It's
3: yep, going to be really, really, really nasty.
0: Balanced. Nope, nope. It's completely
1: balanced. Ch- Charles is going to be interesting. That's a word. Yeah. So I have a word for you. Too. But my word only has four letters. But we have an update to Elemental Shields, or enemy Elemental Shields. What? What's the update? Oh, apparently this is to do with, like, over the past years, the dev team has introduced numerous changes to the core gameplay experience, and they've overhauled the internal system, as well as endeavoured to make the game more accessible to our audience. Um, So I think they're blaming you, Respawn, for being colourblind, as this will only be a visual change. So... the example that they give is the cylindrical purple kind of squares that we get round like a minotaur at the moment is now going to change to a purple haze around them. But um, I'm, I'm not 100% sold on this. And um, I think from what I was listening to on the uh, DCP... That's even oh, worse. Like, even in this video, I can't tell if that's arc or void. See, yeah, I think this is what they were saying on DCP podcast this week is that there's a lot of complaints already in the community to say this is worse than what we have. Yeah. So why have you not kind of consulted with people that this would affect before you've gone ahead and changed it? Because obviously, like, I, I don't is- know. The colorblind people, because this yeah. one
0: has way more purple on it. And because the purple spread out, you can see that it is, in fact, purple. Now, don't get me wrong with the shields that are like this, I have a hard time with. Um, With Ark and another one that I can't remember off the top of my head.
1: It's hard to tell. I mean, they they are. Basically, they said... Ark and and, and, and the 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 Ice. ...to create visuals Uh, that are more accessible for colorblind players and players with other visual impairments. So they're blaming you, Respawn. Basically, they're they're, they're, they're they're one step away from saying Respawn. No, they're one step away from saying that it's your fault.
0: They're punishing me for it. This literally, <laughs> there, there's a couple of points where this does look like it's turned into an arc shield. And then as I, as he backs off, it, it gets more purpley. But as that thing was running towards him, that looked white. That looked like an arc freaking shield. You know? Oh, my God. That is... I, I don't
2: have a problem discerning the... Well, I'm not colorblind, so I don't, I don't have really have a problem with the colors. Thanks for, I your, thanks pro- for your input. i have a problem with how um how easily it'll be to um to not understand which shield it is like right off the bat because i mean just looking at the second one the new updated one you kind of have to think for just a second and that's coming from someone who's not colorblind at all like i know it's a void shield but i have to like really kind of think about it for a second especially because now his entire front of his body is not
0: there's nothing there. Yeah, you can't even yeah. tell if he's got a shield on, you know? That will be like, a problem. If you wanted to do something, bungee, to help colorblind people, here's what to do, right? Arc shield, have little electric pulses zapping off of it, right? Some kind of visual thing. For a flame shield, put fire on him, <laughs> right? For void, maybe like a purple swirl, kind of like like a shroud around it that's like circling it, kind of like a small purple tornado. For, uh, for ice, you know, put literal ice on him, you know, like ice armor or whatever, right? And for stasis, not stasis, the green stuff, strand, for strand, just put, like, strings hanging off him or or, or strings kind of circling around him or something like that, right? Give us a visual indicator that has nothing to do with color, you know? Change the particle aspects of the shields instead of the goddamn color, and that, that would help out colorblind people.
2: That's t- yeah, I agree. The, the first one, the way it is right now, it actually looks like a shield. It looks like something that your opponent is putting up to prevent damage from getting to them. The other one is just like, this is the flavor of this enemy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey,
0: I'm a, I'm a purple enemy. What does that mean? Uh, you'll find out! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shoot me with purple and find out.
0: Or shoot me with anything that's not purple and find out, especially in a Grandmaster. Good lord, man. Yes. Given that the majority of these shields have been in service since 2017, the number of bespoke combatant shields has become more difficult to maintain as we significantly expand the number of enemy combatants in the game. Oh, you know what else you could do, Bungie? Don't put shields on them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, to, address this cha- to address this challenge, we've made a large... Uh, back end shift to new shield system that will be easier to maintain and improve upon. Which brings us to our next point: accessibility. When we decided to overhaul the system, we took the opportunity to create visuals that are more accessible for colorblind players, lots things, and players with overall with other visual impair- impairments. As such, we've, there's no way. I'm sorry, there's no way you presented this to a colorblind person like you know what? That's better. There, there's no. It way. looks
2: like it looks like less shield to see.
0: Yeah, there's less color, to, and even then, because there's less color, I swear to you, like I'm not even just talking smack. I swear, at least once or twice, while the thing's approaching him, it looked like it turned white, like an arc shield. You know, that's just yeah. no, bro. No, is just, this a performance?
2: This, this is a performance thing, right? Like, like the, no the, the shields we have now are like it's just too much for the game. It's too much, Ooh, so we have to have all this different flavored fire.
0: It's such, to minimize the visual information that's not relevant to gameplay, in favor of bringing out the foreground, more combat relevant details.
2: This primarily takes the f- takes form in more clearly surfacing the unit's shield element. Right now, the color of combatant shields are the only way a player can tell what the element, what the optimal element counter is. In the new system launching with Season of the Deep, we've included more visual artifacts with each shield type that indicates to players which elemental weapon type are best to use. As a final detail, we'd like to note that immunity shields, white shields, and shields for specific boss encounters will not be receiving this update. Due to their slightly more complicated nature, we're avoiding making any broad changes which could in unintentionally impact encounter mechanics, designs, etc. So, you're going to run around and be like, there's an unkillable Minotaur.
0: <laughs> let, me, let me draw your attention, Mike, here. We've included more visual artifacts with each shield type. One more time. More visual artifacts with each shield type. That looks significantly less to me. I don't mm-hmm. know about you guys. I there's, could just be upset. But it looks like a lot less, you know, artifacts. It's taller.
2: (laughs) So if your minotaur was hiding behind a crate, I guess.
0: You You can see see him. him. I wonder if you Mm. can pop the shield since it's taller.
2: Ooh, does it affect the hitbox? Interesting.
3: I know.
0: That'd be nice. Stabilizing. And now a note from the engineering team. As part of the work to prepare for Lightfall, we embarked on a large technical upgrade to improve our Destiny 2 services and hardware. This work included updating our services to use new technologies as well as preparing for hardware upgrades. In the long run, this investment in the backend of Destiny 2 should lead to a more stable and reliable experience for all players and a faster recovery in instances where service downtime does in fact occur. The launch of Lightfall was a great example of this, with high stability and uptime for both launch day and the Root of Nightmares world's first raid. I'm sorry, so many people got kicked this season. What? (laughs) <laughs> I, was I was gonna, gonna say like, about how this has gotta be one of the worst stability seasons we've had, dude.
2: Everything was fine at launch and during the launch of the raid, but every other moment in between, error codes, error codes everywhere.
0: Your, even new error codes, man. Error codes I ain't never even seen in the game before were popping up. Well, oh, this is the most stable. Bro, mm-hmm. bro, like who who is your PR rep? Is it uh, uh what's her name? Uh, something Jean Pierre Karen Jean. What the hell is her name? Whatever. Our current <laughs> White House press secretary that can't tell the truth from a lie—is she doing this for you, Bungie? Because this so, somebody <laughs> ain't right, bro. Kareem Kareem Jean Pierre. Thank you. Yeah, somebody somebody just no. They either don't know what's going on, they've never played this game, or they're just straight up lying. <laughs> this is <laughs> an AI. An AI wrote this. <laughs> It had (laughs) to. Jesus. However, as millions of players have interacted with these services, we have discovered some issues that we're working on addressing. Yeah, like crashing? Uh, A prime example of this is our background service update system. Typically, several days before one of our Tuesday updates, we will stage the update on our service. This upgrades our back-end services to the new version and means that during the Tuesday patch, we only take a brief amount of downtime before letting players back into the game. However, this season there's been the time th- remember when the, the, the update wasn't done until like Wednesday? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, but no, this is this is the best ability they've had so <laughs> hey, Season of the seraph uh, is
2: pretty stable, but this this <laughs> season has just been <laughs> it's been something else really.
0: However, with our new libraries and code, we've discovered cases where the background update has put our services into a bad state forcing us to bring Destiny 2 offline for extended maintenance. Okay, so the thing that you implemented to make the update faster, in fact, increased the downtime. Nice, fungy. Well done. Is, so, is it, did,
2: did they just tell us that extended maintenance, like offline extended maintenance, is going to be like a normal thing? And they're like,
0: this is good. Well, this is No, this is the best thing ever. You know, it gives you time to go out and touch some grass on Tuesdays you know? Mm-mm. We're doing this for you. <laughs> <laughs> they should have put that, that would have been more believable. You know what, we make Tuesdays take so long, that way it gives players an excuse to go outside and feel the sun once a week, right? Some, I would believe Yeah, some
3: this. blunt honesty,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we going to do about this? Well, we have a team focused on making corrections to our new services so that we can safely perform background updates again. Oh, God. However, while we do that work, we also want to make sure your Destiny 2 experience is as predictable as possible. So, weasel? Lots and lots of weasels. So many weasels. Uh, Therefore, starting with a Season of the Deep's launch update 7.1.0, we're moving to a scheduled downtime model where we bring Destiny 2 down offline for an expected 1.5 hours on our update days. This will allow us to do our quote, staging, and roll out on the same day and should make the experience more stable and reliable. In the meantime, we will continue to monitor performance, upgrade hardware, increase service reliability, and work to give you a great experience each time you play the game. Bungie, let me tell you something. This is what my company's been doing for decades, okay? And I recommend you do the same thing. Whenever we have to do maintenance on a system that will affect lots of users, what we do is we have somebody, now keep up with me, we have them come in in the middle of the night at the lowest activity point, okay, you following? And then we do the updates then. Now, hold on, I know what you're saying, but that means we gotta have people come in in the middle of the night. Yes, it does, one day a week, okay? You can even put in a team that does just that, okay? Now, let me tell you how this will improve your game, okay? When it goes down in the middle of the night, or at least in the middle of the night to your core player base, meaning Americans and part of Europe, right? That means less people are going to see how long it takes for you to fix your fuck up. I'm sorry. For you to fix your updates so that people can get back online. When you do it in the middle of the day, it's quite obvious for us to see how long it's taking. You take us out of our games during some of the prime playing hours of the day it can t- sometimes take most of the day, which means we can't get back on at all during that day, or we have to wait till the next day, or whatever else, right? And you f- your player base that you remove them from the game from doing whatever it was that they were doing. So by doing this in the middle of the night, or at least during the lowest activity playtime of the day, you will experience significantly less players negatively and therefore make your game at least appear on the surface to be more stable than what it currently is now. Okay. Stop doing this in the middle of the day. Do it at one or two in the morning, you know, Monday night going into Tuesday. Okay. Done. hundred
2: percent agree. I can't believe there's not a, not a weekend team or an overnight team for like, you know, emergencies or like the monthly, you know, fix or here or there or whatever like that. Like, Mm -hmm. There's no, you don't trust anybody with the keys.
0: I mean, even your own people. Come on.
2: Yeah. It's one. Um, it's one night, or you know, one night or one weekend.
0: Yeah, and like I said, you can even put a team together for that. You know, if you wanted to. You know. No, nope,
2: they just can't hire any any more people. Not after not after the Sony buyout.
0: Actually, here's how you solve this issue, right? Check it out. You have the guys that come in the night of Monday to do all the updates. You give them. Tuesday and Wednesday off, that is their weekend, okay. And then they work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Monday, they get ready for the update, right? So you have the weekend team because they they took off Tuesday and Wednesday, so that's their weekend. And then you have the team who do this in the middle of the night, same guys, right? Because they have the Monday and the Tuesday to recover to go back to the day shift. You see what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. those people out there. In one week to go from nights to days, bro, I do that crap all the time with my job. All right? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: It's, it's, not that, it's not that taxing on the body. I've been doing it for years. Yeah. <laughs> I work overnights, and then my, yeah. uh, my days off, I stay up during the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like a normal human being.
0: So, I don't know if you knew this, but Guardian Games are, in fact, coming to an end. I did know. Have you made your class proud? Because Titans certainly are as they hold a big lead in the final stretch. No matter the class, watching you all take part in this friendly competition, okay, is always tremendously fun. Keep baking medallions till the end to earn more rewards. Huzzah. Well, hold on, the Hunters actually came in second? I Honestly, way better than I thought we'd do.
2: Yeah, I thought they were in third last time I checked.
0: <laughs> right? I was <laughs> like, there's I don't I can't see anything hunters are interested in. Ooh, another scout rival. Huzzah. I right?
2: I wish those flags in the tower were a little more accurate.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because it um, seems like
2: warlocks are winning every single day, but like here, third place.
0: It's so weird. Mm-hmm. So first place Titans, second place as I just mentioned hunters, and by process of elimination, warlocks have claimed the third place prize. And how is the Guardian Games Cup going? Several teams are still getting their points in, and we have raised over $125,000 for the Bungie Foundation. Thank you, everyone. Top four teams, money raised for the Bungie Foundation. We have, in first place, developers, developers, developers. I'm not kidding, that's the actual name, and they brought in a whopping $44,000. Now, keep that in mind, as the team right behind them only brought in 7,000. So, <laughs> first place blew them out of the water. Good lord. All right. and second place is Lost City Guardians. I, I mean, from 43 to 7. I can't even take you seriously. What?
2: Yeah, that's like uh, raid completion numbers between like <laughs> Scourge of the Past and Last Wish.
0: Right? <laughs> third place Metagalactic Boomers I love the name and fourth place Clan Archive
3: sounds like I a stock name I that's a bunch of warlocks
0: yeah I was going to be that's <laughs> a bunch of warlocks right there
3: yeah
0: um, top four teams for points scored okay you got fl- first place which is the team by the name of Popcorn very simple I like it with 71,000 points right Now, as before, we had a, I don't know, uh, let's see, seven goes into 44 how many times? Like freaking six, right? Thereabouts? Sounds,
2: yeah.
0: Sure. So, whereas you had a multiple of nearly six differentiating first and second, now you only have about two-thirds. So, 71,000 points for first place. Second place says, Ursiday. Ursidei. Ur-side? You're the first person
2: to you the first person to pronounce it as closely as it's supposed to be pronounced so far. <laughs>
0: yeah, how's it pronounced?
2: I think it. I think it's. I
0: think it's Ursadi. Ah, uh, so Ur- is like Romanian for bear, right? So that that's Urs, uh, the way that I know it, and then mm-hmm. Idei is like Latin for something that I can't remember. So, yeah, I just threw that together. But that's 47,000 points. Not bad. Coming in behind them, Travelers Chosen, the team, not the gun, at 20, 27,000 points. And just literally just behind them by 100 points differentiating them, you have fourth place, which is called Prayer, at 26.6 thousand points. So, literally 100 and. 23 points separated third and fourth place. Very good.
2: Shout out to Travelers Chosen for gaining sentience just like Tolesto did.
0: <laughs> now, you get a new emblem for gifting Twitch subs. I have no idea what this is.
2: It looks like uh when you punched an old tube television.
0: Dude! Yes! Oh my god, it does! <laughs> or oh, like when you kick an LCD TV? Yes! Dude! Okay, best description ever. Emblems! Don't you love emblems? Because we have a new one for you. Well, not only for you, but for everyone that takes part in a Twitch subscription bounty on their favorite content creator's channel. Say, hola buenos dias! Which is, hello, good morning, to the pulsar approaching emblem. If you don't know how that works, or you want to have one on your Twitch channel, cool, we got you covered. Just head to the Destiny 2 Twitch extension support article in here, and those who have completed the Twitch sub-bounty can collect a new Pulsar approaching emblem from Rahul in the tower starting May 28th at 9 a.m. PST. Now, the thing is, is I have that enabled on my Twitch stream, but nobody can see it. Every time I go to look at it, it says it's enabled. It even t- <clears> tells me where the hell the damn thing shows up on my screen, but it's not there. So, uh,
3: yeah, I guys, think-
0: I, I have it enabled for y'all. I just don't know what's going on. Sorry. Yeah, there might be First some kind time, of delay. Yeah. First time gamer, long time streamer? No, the other way around. Player support report, in the words of one of our favorite podcast brethren. Broken. I knew you were uh, to but say that. We both know that team Demon's going to blot that out. Um, you want to know what's broken? Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, known issues? There's a lot. I'm not reading them. I don't care. B2B2B, all characters, all dungeons, solo flawless? Guys, you have too much time on your hands! Wow, this is... That's 11 hours. If you got time... Also, that's a nice ship. Look at that ship. What is that?
3: Are you oh. seeing this?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm watching it.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. So, first of all, well done. Second of all, what the <laughs> is wrong with you? And third of all, if you guys want a YouTube video to kill 11 hours... Definitely not digging approved, but here you go. Uh, all dungeons, solo flawless, B2B, all three characters, season of defiance. Wow. Um, artists of the week, we have some pictures here. Whoa, hello, brought me to Twitter. Was not expecting that. Uh Season of the Deep, you got the uh, people in water, you have Grasp of Avarice <laughs> drowning in six <laughs> inches of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And uh what else we got going on? This uh, is a nice monarch. monarch picture. Oh, that is a beautiful picture, actually. Yeah. Well done. Who is that? PL Art. Well done. Well done. Uh Drifter watching the season of the Deep trailer and seeing another alien creature he can cook. Drifter there. absolutely does smoke. Oh, hundred percent. And look at the look mm-hmm. at the phone in his hand. That's definitely an android right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Less than a week before Season of the Deep, don't forget to finish those seasonal Challenges you might have pending. Maybe even unlock one more ornament for your ritual weapon. Ornament is a secret thing that you can click on. And, and get one of those last Teraxy post rolls. Uh, that and getting my vault in order is what I'll be doing. Though I might need some help for that last thing because I promised myself I'll be going to 450 items. I currently have every character full and a vault of 5.99.
2: <laughs> if I if I shared my vault, people would outrage. It is full of just garbage. <laughs> I don't know what's good. I, I like I don't play enough PvE to know what's good, so I just pretty much keep everything that might be good. I have a lot mm-hmm. of armor, but a lot of the guns are just like, oh, I have like 19 different out of bounds and six different fuses. Well, I don't even use snipers. We have a
0: website for someone just like you called d2checklist.com. What it does is it goes through and it tells you all the best loadouts for the weapons based on community notes and best rolls of armor based on your selections. Therefore, it goes through and tells you thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs down, obviously delete, thumbs up, keep. You do need to have some discretion because some things, like, I think are better and it's in the thumbs down category, so I keep that just because I think it's better. So, some things you might not agree on, but for the most part, it's pretty reliable for what you can keep and what you can get rid of and that's what I use every time I go through my vault and uh delete a bunch of stuff so again d two checklistcom dot com and as long as we're on it uh thank you for joining us uh your titans have been well it it's usually parody but <laughs> it's today it's um oh lord night uh, demon and no 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 uh, your first name is lord. Kenwa, that's right. Yep. Uh, so your Titans are Lord Kenwa and Night Demon. Your hunter, as always, is me with my sidekick in the background, giving his feedback. And your Lord scribe does not exist! Yes. <clears throat> you can email us at two titansonhunter at Hotbell.com. We are on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Two Titans on a Hunter. You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts. That is a literal statement. Every single podcast app has us on there. Uh, follow us on YouTube for each new episode, weekly update videos, and live streams. So Those live streams, most of the time, are Night Demon. I have build videos he told me to give him. I don't know if he's put them up there or not, but you will be seeing build videos soon. And you uh, also have live streams with me. No one responds at, uh, at uh, no one responds in real life uh, at twitch.tv. What's
2: your schedule?
0: <laughs> normally thursdays uh i've been traveling thursdays uh, this month so i haven't done anything uh but almost always saturday mornings uh where i do the live stream of the show and then thursdays we either do dungeons and dragons or i do some other video game and then sporadically from that point forward so mm-hmm. uh, yeah don't really have a set schedule because my work schedule is not set this it's so there you go yeah um we also have two titans on a hunter.com. It's our website you can go to for various tips, tricks, and skills. Uh, if you want to join the Otter Dance Troop, threaten us with a good time, and throw more grenades, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash two titans on a hunter. Helps keep the lights on. And obviously, uh, Night Team is benefiting from it because he, you guys have helped him pay for some of his new
3: jump gets
0: louder and louder anyway. Um, <laughs> if you wanted okay so what was I saying oh yeah uh, so Patreon has actually helped us financially Night Demon has gotten some upgrades he desperately needed so we thank you guys for that um, if you're looking for a more casual encounter you can go to ko com or ko-fi.com sorry it's ko-fi.com forward slash two titans and a hunter that's just for nickel and dimes you know whatever you got on hand just chuck our way Um, If you'd like the thrill of live action and spicy language, that's me. No one responds in real life. Uh, That's twitch.tv forward slash no one responds in real life. And if you want to keep it family friendly like a proper British gentleman, head over to twitch.tv forward slash two titans and a hundred. That's mainly Night Demon and whatever guests he happens to have on while he's live streaming. Okay? Merch, I keep yelling at Night Demon. Please, everybody, flood his email full of merch requests. Because we have the store... We have the capability. We just need him to finish the designs and to process the vector images. That is on him. I have asked if he needs help. He said no. He's got it covered. Get on him. Yell at him. Punch, kick. You see him in the street, drag him out. Draw and quarter him. That might be a little extreme. Uh, a yeah. and feather should be fine. Um, no. But yes. A more know.
2: appropriate response would be to just DM him.
0: i would be sort really boring about it. Night Demon streams on two ty- uh, Twitch side TV, forward slash Two Times and 100 usually between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. UTC, which is about 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And uh, we have our patrons list. You can't threaten Zep Orbit with a good time. We have our Otter Dance Troop, consisting of The T-Rex King, Dedicated Wham! 64, The Scarlet Cam, sounds sad. Deductive. And BHS Nightcrawler, always my favorite freaking Marvel character. Let's go. You can throw more grenades like Carver2782. He needs to practice. Wynn Noble could not hit the broadside of a barn, so he absolutely is throwing more grenades. Golden God <laughs> 1562, basically an ACL. Zombie E-Pops? E-Pops? E P O P S. I don't know how to say it. Please send me the proper way to say it. Uh, Renard Colin and Mellow Malley, who's one of our new grenade chuckers. And if you just are looking for some approval from Deacon, but who does that? You have <laughs> Pee Pipe. Oh, she does that apparently. Uh, Lord Master Chaos, Dim Wee, <laughs> uh, the Drifters, Driftwood, and Hate Quest. Yo. I had not heard that name before, or at least didn't pay attention. That's the name right there. He's on a hate quest. Yo, no wonder he's seeking Deacon's approval. Let's get (laughs) it done. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for watching the stream if you were here. And thanks for just being there for us all around. You know, we couldn't do this without any of y'all, despite what Night Demon thinks. So, we greatly appreciate your feedback, your time, your patience, your efforts, and yeah. You got anything yeah, this, to
2: say? This is this podcast is like what I've been noticing, this is like the stepping stone podcast for like all the other podcasts. Cause I hear like in GDC, like everyone comes from two Titans and a hunter. You guys, you should stick around. That's all I gotta say.
0: That's right. And I know that the Guardian Downcast has longer episodes. But please, stop posting them as being your number one inside of your Spotify. Because every time I do that, I have to challenge them to a 1v1. And when I kick their asses, they're always very upset about it, right? You're creating a very hostile work environment between us and the Guardian Downcast, okay? So please, stop posting them as your number one on Spotify. Because it's only creating issues in the workplace,
2: okay? Mm -hmm. We don't want anyone's feelings to get hurt. That's right. Especially in the Crucible
0: and uh basically that's it for the show thanks for another week down in the books i think this is episode 226 that is 225 more episodes than i thought we'd get away with so deuces
2: deuces
1: Did did he just say what the hell? And he says, "Daddy, help me!" Oh, <laughs> wow! I have to listen back to that because I'm sure it's. <laughs> no, he
0: gave me two pieces to his his race car track, and he wants me to oh. put them together. We'll put them together then. I'm
3: doing this. Good. There you go.